I would say that probably worked. Cool. Boom. So this is the super, um, super slick, uh, high production. Um, nothing ever goes wrong. Think twice, cut once. Podcast with uh, what my mom and I keep accidentally referring to, and I think Marissa and I have referred to you guys multiple times on this trip up, or your guys' trip up here is the Monkey Boys from Monkey Edge, and we have Tommy and Brady, which we always say in that order for the most part. Um, but Matt feels bad about it. Reference our last episode. Because you are the owner of the company, right? Yeah, but that doesn't really mean much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't think he really yeah. cares. No. It just rolls off the tongue, like, really nice. Um, yeah. But but then yeah. uh, Tommy over here is, is basically Brady's handler. Yep. Amongst other things. Yeah. And yeah. Stuff, right? Yeah. Well, you talk to me probably more, so you just... I'm kind of a, on the brain. I'm kind of a man-child. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and eight, severe ADD and everything else, too. Uh, so yeah. somebody has to kind of... Rain me in a little bit, like I'm waiting for to, to to roll in a like blade show or something, and you know like the the parents that have like the backpack with the leash, mm. like see something like that going on. Yeah. Plus, Just I'm like kind an, of inherently antisocial too, <laughs> so Tommy's Tommy's a uh, more talkable. Uh, no, but I uh, what I've always loved is like since we kind of met each other, which is kind of recent. Um, was it maybe two within the last two years? Right? No, actually, you're totally wrong. Um, not to contradict you on your podcast. No, yeah, but no, you, you probably don't remember. You were actually uh I'd love to you were the first point. person I met at Chris Reeve Knives, believe really? it or not. Yeah, when? yeah. Uh when probably about ten years ago, maybe oh, eight or nine years ago. Like, yeah, you were like helping out at the booth. Okay. And uh um uh. I had approached and uh, we obviously knew the history of, of and, and contributions and the importance of Chris Reeve knives and, and, and we were kind of just starting out and wanted, you know, my philosophy has always been kind of just like, I want to carry stuff, them, you know, do business with people, not products and, and, right. you know, really want to, to kind of represent, um, the lines and, and folks that, that, uh, uh, that I admire, you know, and, um, and of course, you know, as has been the case with, with, uh, CRK for a long time, it's like selling stuff is not the problem, you know, or, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's not the issue. So I had approached the booth and a couple people kind of told me to buzz off <laughs> and then, uh, Uh-oh. The, I, I struck up a conversation with you and, and, uh, realized that, uh, uh, you know, through, through talking that, you know, that, and it was kind of like, yeah, you were young and you're kind of, yeah, it's my old man shit. I don't care about knives. I, I just, right, like, yeah, I, so I'm in music. I'm artsy and stuff. 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah. That would have been yeah, a yeah. long hair, Tim. Yeah. 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 Like days. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, well, what do you do for the, I don't do shit. I come and help out. This right. is stupid. I like music. Uh, right. and then, uh. He did. He it wasn't that bad, but uh, no, we had talked a little bit, and then you had introduced me to your mom, and and uh, okay, that was it. So that was the first. Well, that was the actually official... the first time. Uh, that was the first. You were the first person I ever talked to at Chris well, Reeve Knives. Cheers to that. Boom. And oh, yeah. I'll give the. Oh fuck! All right, that's weird. I didn't know that. And it was funny too because it was right after I had had my LASIK surgery, <laughs> so so my eyes, everything that was white wasn't bloodshot, but it like. Was, but red like a zombie Full you red. know and then so you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm you know kind of giving the sales pitch to your mom too the whole time you know like listen you know this is not i'm not a you know 
a part-time guy. This is a business I take seriously. It feeds my family, my employees, et cetera, right. et cetera. And the whole time I'm forgetting that I look like, you know, like I might be turning into the undead or just like the worst heroin addict Some on the 28 days later stuff there. The whole, yeah. like her eyes are watering. Like she's like, is yeah, that so, yeah. Brady? And I, yeah, so I of course to, my son uh, would like bring this guy around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, by the way, I just had eye surgery. I totally not, uh, yeah, you know, a heroin addict. And I'm sorry that I don't remember that. That's, that's, that's right. crazy. Hey, it's trade show. It's, it's Hey Bro Trade Show. Yeah. Man, you can't remember, you know. Hey Bro Trade Show. Hey Bro Trade Show. That's the way it is. Right there. I'm going to make that shirt. Hey Bro Trade Show. Oh, seriously. No, that's great. Okay, shit. Well, so I guess we've started hanging out and talking super fucking heady within the last two years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind Is that of, right? Yeah, as, as probably, yeah, as, as you've kind of gotten more and more involved with the company and stuff, uh, right. you know, over the past few years. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, I think kind of uh, hit it off, had some several common interests and, and whatnot yeah. beyond just the uh, the cutlery. Yeah, it's like, you like guitars? Yeah, I like guitars. Oh, shit, you like guitars too? Oh. You like it, and then uh, you go. Do you play guitar? I'm like, no, man, I'm fucking horrible. I just like guitars. I'm just into. Sh- I'm into sh- shit that's made. And then uh, New York, we're talking boots and boots. Which you guys made fun of me for the boots I was wearing too, which is great. You and uh, Jesper Boxes and uh, old uh, Jens Anso. Uh, what, did you have some bunk ass boots on? What I was forgot. There? What are those boots that I was wearing? I, Matt here's always last, got uh, good boots on. Matt's always Chelsea's? on point with the footwear. Yeah, try to be. Yeah, Thursday boots. I was wearing some Thursday boots. Oh, and you guys like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, rece- I just went to the corner of the conversation. Yeah. Anyways, uh, real boot wears over here. What's going on? Yeah. 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 How, I'm trying hey, to think hey, for me. Like, how come you let your boy down? You let him out of that. That you're supposed to. Dude. He supposed talked, to make him come correct. He talked me footwear. into the boot game. He made me buy boots before he bought his, his own Red Wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the ones that he's wearing. Same place, dude. Same place, probably. Well, yeah. I got mine at Peace Valley. It's a cool little barbershop here that sells shoes on the side. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's but, their uh, side hustle. Hair, hair, side and hustle shoe and like high end. It's a haircut place that keeps them busy like all the time. Then it's like super high end clothing otherwise. Not super high end. Yeah, it's like high end, like men's high workwear. High end men's clothing, you know, yeah. They topo carry like Topo. Or, they carry yeah. uh, Stan yeah. Ray and uh, fuck what I don't know. Uh, I keep looking at her because she knows all this, this stuff. Uh, Taylor, not Taylor. What's her coat? Taylor Brands. Taylor Stitch, yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah, just a bunch of stuff enough. like that, and uh, LC King, uh, Pointer Brand stuff like that, and and it's it's awesome. I shout out to my my boy uh, Chris Taylor over there, cuts cuts my hair, and I'm sitting here trying to think of like I know we're talking about haircuts and boots now, but this whole time you guys have been talking, I'm trying to think of like the first time that I <coughs> got to know Brady or was more aware of you, other than like. It was USN once or something like that. Was here it first there. USN? But I think it was. Wasn't it Hinder's thing that we hung out a bunch? Wasn't that like the that's first? That's where yeah. I think that's we where all like got the bromance kind of started. I think. But yeah. I think yeah. we got to know well, you at USN. Well, I, I've talked to various people at the company over the years, just okay. for whatever reasons, because I do POs and stuff, and right. yeah. and like, I think Post probably office. the first time. So what was it? Uh, two years ago, you was your first. Gathering or three uh-huh. years three. ago? Three. Three years We've ago. had three under our belt. We'll go, we'll go yeah, to our eight, third nine, this eight, year. Eight, nine, and ten. No, this will be our fourth. Yeah, you were at eight, nine, and ten, right? Eight, nine, and ten, yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. first one that I did was eight with the Incosis with the eight, like right. uh, oh, the Louis Gucci Vuitton. Can. Yeah, that's right. So okay. the first time I really interacted with anyone at the company, like the first time I met your mom, was at SHOT Show of that year, so the yearbook. Okay, so it would have so, been like, yeah, eight months or whatever before yeah, that. Okay. That was kind of the first time... Uh, 
I really started talking with anyone. Okay. And then, you know, like like anything, well, you talk on the phone every once in a while and whatnot. And but, and then I think getting drunk cool. at Rick's. That yeah, was a thing. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, that think, deep in the booze. Yeah, you get some booze. Shit gets cathartic. I was you saying, know you know guys I mean? were the last ones. Too. You guys closed it down. We left before you did that night. Yeah. You yeah. were drinking the warm K-Bar beer. Tim was getting all wasted. Tommy got yeah, me that sure. warm. Tommy's got this box of warm K-Bar beers. Like yeah. K-Bar branded beers. Yeah. And, it, and I get to I, think, get a, I, I look over and I'm like, Tommy, get me one of those. I think your yeah. mom got a little tipsy even. Oh, she oh, got yeah, after, dude. Yeah, she I had to drive that night. So I was the one guy that was kind of like pacing myself. And then I really finally I was like, you. let's get out of here, Reeves. And I know all I remember was you guys were still there sitting there like, oh, oh, yeah. looking at guns, like you just talking. You repacked your photo bag like. 85 times. I'm, yeah. I told you I was nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt is a hand at the muster, too. Matt's like looking. I was like, man, is he in a bad mood or what? And then I was like, oh, he's not drinking and has to cart it's he's too too drunk to ass home. <laughs> Tim was white girl wasted that night. Yeah. Woo! You know, the thing about that was we went to Korean barbecue before we came in the muster, and I ate Dude. my body weight in Korean barbecue. Like the entire time I was at that show, I was like, Am I gonna explode? Is this like, is this where I explode? Is this where this happens? Like, and so I was just like pacing myself, drinking real slow, crop dusting your guys' entire event with garlic. You drop out for a it's phone good thing call. Is, yeah, it was uh, outdoors. Hashtag kept yeah, taking, <laughs> kept taking phone calls. I gotta go over here for a phone call real quick, and and was just like so uncomfortably full, dude. Hours before we even got there, and I was like, I'll be fine by the time we get to the muster. Nope. I was like, I've lived in Arizona there. my whole life. I could not find a Korean barbecue place there for my life. Yeah, I was going to ask. Where yeah, yeah. Go? <laughs> How in the world did you find a Korean barbecue place? We know a guy. Apparently, like they're rather common down there. Um, we don't even have one here. There's no, they're actually yeah. there are. No, there's few, no but. Koreans in Boise. Boise. Yeah. There are, but not enough to not have Korean barbecue. Not enough yeah. to open a barbecue place. Yeah. Apparently, I could have sworn <clears throat> I saw a Korean barbecue. Maybe place. over Nampa. I thought it was yeah, on our way Mexican here food. last night. Yeah, that's true. You think that somebody would get sick of taco trucks and just be like, "All right, we're putting it, we're putting something it. else." Yeah, something which is tough different. to get sick of taco trucks. Yeah, I was uh, I was not in a bad mood. I was just uncomfortably full, like the meat sweats the entire time I was there. Just like, oh god, protein that's the best sweat. Really right now because I'm so full of beef. <clears> that was that was a good time. It was yeah. a real good time. Yeah. Matter of fact, one of the things we wanted to talk about was uh, was the muster. How much of a great time we had there. I was like curious. How? What started this? This, this the one that we went to this year was the, the fifth. Is that right? Six. No, six. six. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah. So six. yeah, last year was seven. canceled. Yeah. Um, due to uh, health and, uh, um, been married like uh, married ninety five. So it was that twenty three, twenty four years or something, and uh, it was the first time my wife like threatened a divorce because I had. Uh, <coughs> Uh, surgery on March 8th and I said well I'll be able the doctor said about a 30 day recovery time we can still do and my wife said hey if you if you still throw this stupid show after your surgery that's that's it I can't take it so I'm not gonna watch it. yeah so uh, last year's canceled but it was a six yeah so six one um, and so it was a mind-blowing to us it was my first time going to the show I heard about it of course you know but kind of mind-blowing how different of an experience it was yeah. For us, people that usually go to shows and stand behind a table we for hours and hours it. and hours. Until I like, didn't Curtis know what to do with myself. Like, right away, I was Did like, good, dropped good. off my stuff. Yeah, Curtis is like, I'm not going to any other shows yeah. again. Like, He's sitting there <laughs> in like, a plate of food, like in a bar t- or like a little, uh, what are those fucking called? Barstool bar 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 yeah, tops yeah. by himself, 
just chow and he looks up and goes, I'm never going to another show. Again. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. Mission accomplished. A lot of people had that same kind of vibe, though. We talked to Hinder for a while the next day. We yep. were just like <clears throat> singing the praises of how cool that yeah. was to be able 100%. to come out, travel, have such a low stress time. Well, I mean, and that was kind of the, I mean, like, look, like everything that we do, I mean, people have asked me, you know, I've been in business 20 years full time, you know, Mm. and I've never really, I got a big fat gut and I let it lead, you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. just kind of always been, you know, what what I'm excited about or what I, I, you know, I think is cool or I'm passionate about and and, and the people that surround me are excited (laughs) about. And really Monkey Muster started, you know, we bought that building that 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 condo that we're in and uh um two good buddies of mine um josh from strider and jade mm-hmm. from starling gear were like okay. hey you should throw some sort of like you know soiree like, yeah just a party and i'm thinking you know oh yeah you know so i was like yeah yeah that's cool and then i'll have you and you know a couple asshole buddies that i grew up with losers that are you know still living three in an apartment at 40 something years old or something we'll hang out and get drunk well, and yeah, look, the, bar hey, the white trash guy made it you know he bought a building you know uh, and then it kind of turned into this thing um where it was like you know knife makers were like yeah i'll go and and then you know why don't you make a show of it but the thing is is i never really wanted it to be a, a knife show because there's i mean show this isn't me decrying shows because they're 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 a necessary thing and i think i think they're great but i i didn't want to i kind of i wanted it to be more about the interaction with people and, right. and i didn't want this dynamic plus there was a, the real reality is in the early days it was like why would a knife maker go to my stupid you know our stupid little show so i was like well we'll make it as easy as possible right. for them you yeah. know right. um, yeah. and 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 kind of create this different dynamic to where that the makers aren't stuck behind a table the whole time uh right. you know and and because the interaction is just naturally different um rather than kind of it being maker customer separated by a table right it's it's like hanging out at a at a bar with with your with <clears throat> It was rough. With people yeah. that, yeah, that, that you like, said. you know. We came it's in with, like, CRK uh, shopping bags, you know, which is one of my mom's most brilliant ideas. Mm-hmm. You want to compete with the big boys? Get Paper, shopping, shopping bag. bags. And, and we walk simple. in. Heavy duty, too. And we're like, our one mission is to arrive, like, relatively sober uh, to this yeah. soiree and, up, like, a and hand product like, off to Tommy. been there on time. Damn it. You know? And That's all they said that we had to do. We handed them off, and within, like, what a minute and a half later, like ninety percent of the product we brought sold. Yeah, yeah it was fast. Seemed like it. Like I mean, right yeah. away, we give them to Tommy, and then like two minutes later, I see you guys walking around with the boxes. Like, cool, that that worked. You know, we weren't too late. Yeah, awesome. and that was our goal. Yeah. Is like we awesome. wanted it to be. You know, the the kind of the thing is, is like we wanted. We never wanted to have a knife show. We wanted to have a party that happened to have knives at it. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's you know, I don't. Uh, it's it's a big thrill to me that that there's people now that there's been six of them like guys that have become like big collectors and super enthusiasts. Yeah. They're like, hey, my first knife show was Monkey Muster because really? it's it's approachable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's Kinda something that's right not in. yeah overwhelming. And you know, there's a lot of people that that bring their wives and their oh, kids yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff. 
we're and the wives aren't kind of like the wives that you see like a lot of at, at a lot of knife shows, which is yes. kind of like we've you know, already done two laps. How, yeah, like yeah, they're kind of like Stockholm syndrome. You know what people. I mean? They're like you know yeah. you're wanting to look at them and go, honey, blink twice if you want out of here. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. let you escape. Yeah, you yeah. Know? just like yeah. hanging onto the and, arm. And the like, dudes yeah, are like, no, she loves knives, and she's like, yeah, of course I do. I love totally. them. Love um, so you know, so we wanted to really kind of have an environment that was just like hanging out at a at a cocktail lounge that there yep. also happened to be knives at. We didn't want to have a lottery that was. You know, everybody was waiting for the lottery, and then there was this big man flesh sandwich while you're oh, listening God. for your name to be pulled or something. So all that stuff kind of happens in the background. You know, it, it, you can't count how many times you've been at a show and you're engaging in this cool conversation, you know, and, and having a good time. And somebody looks at their watch and goes, "Oh shit, I got to run to the such and such." You yep, know, right. yeah, the and, lottery, or you have two different absolutely. lotteries starting at the same yeah, time, and everybody, and, you know, drops what they're doing and runs over there or something. So it's like, man, we got to eliminate this, all this, to, it, to just have it happen like in the background to where yeah. the interaction is there, and 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 you know, people still get we, you know, we really, you know, thanks to. The, the support of you know makers like you guys and the other people that have been involved with the mustard you know there's really cool shit there and and people come out stoked with the gear that they got so it's not like it was you know it, there, that that is still an aspect of it but it is not the it's not the only driving thing. it's thing, not right know? yeah it's, it's, it's not the interaction. just gear centric right yeah, yeah it's yeah. the interaction the experience and kind of the community aspect of it as well right you know well, it's cool because, like, the people that were buying our stuff, we had a few proxies there that are, you know, usual suspects that shows that we see everywhere that are right. always kind of proxying for everybody. And, of course, <laughs> like, they were the first guys to get the knives and come over and hang out with us right. and have boxes I'm signed, signed boxes. Whatever. I'm like, I've got my first beer and I'm, like, already signing boxes. I'm like, but what was cool what for me was kind of seeing that happen to everybody else, too, because we're yeah. used to seeing it at our booth with our customers. But then I look over and see, like, Mark and Curtis signing boxes and over the yeah, and, Tinder. And, and, and that's what and we haven't like touched pumped on. about it was, like, everyone was kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. But these guys got to have that chance to individually tell their story to the guy who they liked the knife. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like kinda, it wasn't it was just so us cool. like walking yeah. around like you know. It was yeah. every maker that was there was doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, spare like the custom table because that kind of happens later. Yeah. But but I saw what I think maybe on the custom maker fan side is like you get to bullshit with your favorite custom maker mm -hmm. and then like then like it goes down and you find out if you get the knife and like all that kind of stuff. You know, right. So I think that was even a cool aspect on on that because there is a slight divide there in because that's just how it is. Like there's us that's a production company, Rick, uh, Mark, and Curtis, and then you have like that custom like loop, you know, like little custom table, mm -hmm, right. and that's super cool because because then it also throws a table with knives on it at the event because if you didn't have that, right, there's you kind of be like, wait, are we even at a knife at. event yeah. or what are we doing? So you need yeah. some right. of that, and it's there and it's in the corner, yeah, yep. and it's it's cool. You know, you go and, and it, we did a lap. Instead of running around, you know, walking eight miles at Blade Show in one day, back mm -hmm. and forth, back and forth, you have to walk Sifting through tables, fifty off feet tables. to go see the exact same volume yeah. of like custom knives that you <laughs> would look stuff. at. Yeah, it just yeah. you kind of you know do a lap or two, and you're like, all right. And it yeah. was it was kind of funny because this it was, was the one of the first year we actually raised the you know for the first I don't know how many years it was. Because I kind of wanted to get all uh, like uh, Ian McKay, Ian McKay, depending on how you, you know, like from Fugazi days, like would yeah. you know, like would have five dollars in his pocket. And if somebody was acting up at the show, he'd go, "Here's your money back. Get the fuck out." Like, right. I didn't, I didn't want to take anybody's money because I didn't want to hear any bitching and moaning. You know, yeah. so I was like, "Like you don't like it? Get the fuck yeah. out. Here's your money back. Go yeah. home." Um, and, I love that. You know, and it was important even from the first year. I remember we were kind of, like I said, when it turned from this goofball kind of concept, right? And they're like, "All right, well, what are we going to do?" And I was like, "Well, you know, how are we going to, you know, food and drink?" And I said, "I want a full bar." 
Dude, and, best and people idea. Are like, you got me people a full are bar. Like, what? You know, well, what is that going to cost? I said, I don't know what it's going to cost. I said, but I'm not going to do, like, man, I can't stand it when I go to like a wedding or something. Oh. And, and this might like paint me as an alcoholic or something. Like but like, you go to a painter. wedding, you're, you're or on something, the right podcast. Like, don't worry. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, it's beer and wine only, you know, or you yeah. know, it's 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 open bar for thirty minutes yeah, or something. And, then, and, and then it's like, how pay. much can you cram? I was like, and no, then you're the guy that. with like six whiskeys in the corner. Yeah, like don't judge me. Don't judge me. What you looking at? You know, no, I'm gonna drink over the next four hours of this stupid wedding. So it's like, no, if I'm gonna have guests, you know, at essentially my house, like I want them taken care of. So even from the first year, it was like, I want a full fucking bar and I want good booze. I don't want to see any plastic bottles, you know. And then even as it's gone, you know. we're not show promoters. We're fucking idiots. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was like we kind of had to learn some lessons and stuff. And even after the first couple of years, it was like. Tommy Seen is an exception on the fucking idiot. Well, maybe the not being so. I'll show talk about Tommy in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How much time but, you got? But yeah. uh, no, it was important to me. You know, like we first year, like, oh, okay, people are having to wait in line. At the, and I was like, no, I want more bartenders. Now I want servers. Like, I don't even want people waiting in line for drinks. I want people yeah. walking around. Dude, they killed it. Your serve staff was like. Awesome. And Next we've, we've yeah. had them for every year. Like so they've they seen come the back grow too. Yeah, yeah because yeah. they come back and they and they've always said like we look forward to your event because you're you're you know because everything we pay for everything but we always tell the customers like hey tip you know tip your wait yeah. staff you know and and I you know I'm always real concerned that they're taken care of and they're right. like no dude we we love it your your folks tip awesome you know yeah. um and, yeah, and consistently take consistently even amongst their company yeah even amongst their company they're like oh yeah we fight for the people that get to work this event you that's know awesome. so it was like you know that's why it's important to us that like you know if people are going to be there we don't we don't we don't, you know we're not going to fucking buy a Costco veggie tray and a box of wine you mm-hmm. know what i mean like the, i want hope the ranch doesn't go like get yeah, a like, crust like, want, on it you, you know? know i want yeah, catered you keep food stirring. i want yeah. real you know i want real good booze and, and to take care of people and we'll figure out how much it costs later you know yeah and then it then it came time to, you know figure out like a way to make money for charity and this year was you know a record we're probably the fact we, that you can put that on top yeah yeah is, you know is amazing yeah and every year the accountant goes like, why do you spend this? And I'm like, ah, you know, he's like, does it, you know, are you, what's your ROI? And I'm like, ROI, return on investment. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm in business. I should know that. That's um, not what this event is about. No. And that's, you know? yeah, it's, I was like, well, I don't know how you would even measure the ROI because it's, you know, the, the fact is, is like, it's, there's no way to, to, to calculate what, you know, what the long-term you know, business benefits or yeah. anything else are, and I don't really give a shit either. You know what I'm saying? It, as long as it doesn't bankrupt like you me, you have a store you know? for ROI. Yeah, an event like that, the ROI is just like the. You know, here's an example. We've been hearing about the Monkey Muster for how many years, mm-hmm. and like we felt like really cool being able to go to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe that kind of shows some of the ROI. Because well, then, it's untangible. And then for how many of these guys are coming to the show that aren't really that into knives might have a couple of this or that, but then get really turned on at that show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're gonna come back to your site oh, yeah, or your sure. store and buy. Yeah, I, people, we, there I, were a couple of guys there. Yeah, that well, were shout like out to to Matt Matt you know? Critchety. You know, um, if you ever listen to this, yeah, he, you know, a guy that has gone insane about knives. You know, and and it, he was one of those guys like, hey, you know, Monkey Muster was my first show, and I think that's important you know with any subculture in of of anything right i think it's whether it's be you know i remember going to shoot you know my first uh ipsic matches you know and and any subculture kind of has its its 
it's it's walls around it, right? You know, to where, but which is, you know, for like you want an environment for people that are hardcore, but you also need to be able to think about what it looks like to people that are are just. You know, well, there's are just always getting be involved, those people that are right? you know what I mean? back in like, the corner and are scared yeah. to jump in because they yeah. don't know anyone. And if they you look at a lot of typical knife shows, like, you know, when people ask, like, well, what do you do for a living? And, so like, and then you start to explain to them that, like, hey, well, yeah, this knife could be $1,000. And you need to put your name in a hat. To buy it for a chance for, to buy it. For the lottery. And they're like, can you get the knife? Like, you no, know, they give no, you the knife. No, 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 no. Buy no. You knife. get yeah. to buy the thousand like, dollar knife. When you know? we start getting into this world, the USN world, the, the the TKI world, all this kind of stuff, like we came from a lot of that perspective, not understanding any of why that happened. And then we started doing a lot of these little special editions and things like that, because that wasn't a thing back when my old man was making like really cool shit, you know, like mm-hmm. special yeah. editions. And so we got our own taste of like walking through that kind of weird swamp of like oh shit maybe we do need to make a lottery like first comes first serve i've got like one of my favorite customers who's like you know who has 40s, every and he's every sleeping outside ever. of the fucking door at and he's still in the morning one, you know and he yeah barely got one or didn't get one and it's like okay so we got to figure out rethink out how to divvy knives out to people it was mind-boggling to me like the first time because yeah. i'm new to the industry before i worked here you know and i was like wait you you win the chance to buy the knife. Yeah, <laughs> like, so how's that? A shitty lottery. What's yeah. the opposite of the lottery? <laughs> the worst lottery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the only worst lottery is like, hey, you you put this name in the hat and then somebody kicks you in the balls afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, there probably is one of those out yeah. there somewhere. Like, uh, yeah, very, you got to pay a lot of money for that. Uh, one. And it makes sense, yeah. but then it's that's also in a like, dark, dark place in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, that's how you divvy up things that a lot of people like, and there's very few of. Well, I mean, and that is. I mean, look, I mean, if you want to take a bird's eye picture, too, and it's, you know, we, thankfully, we've been, you know, like, look, we're blessed to, ha- I mean, you know, to have, like, the, the, the project that you guys did for the muster, which, you know, was fucking awesome. You know, it's something that I've been kicking around doing forever, that's and, a, uh, and you guys made it happen. Quickly, I was going to touch early on, like, that's another part of how easy you guys made it, because you threw such a badass idea at us, and then there was like, yeah, Tommy, send the fucking box, and then, like, a box of three Thompson stock shows up. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, so for those, easy. just to kind of, I don't know how inside baseball your listeners are, but like... Uh, Pretty in, but yeah, yeah go you for know, it. But yeah, we, we wanted to do... I want you to talk more about that your idea on that. Yeah, like our, process. our thing was is like, you know, listen to me anyway. That this, all of this, whether you call it the EDC game or whatever the vernacular is, I don't, right. I don't know what that is now. Um, to me, it's always been about the appreciation of of stuff that is made, right? You know, stuff that is crafted, and whether that is boots or 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 even a guy cutting hair, yeah, like. Somebody, anybody like that is awesome at what they're doing, right. you know what I mean? I just, it gives me such a boner to, like, to see somebody be great at what they do. Yep. And I think the EDC game or the custom knife game, I mean, that is, I was describing it to somebody, like, you know, a lot of people watch sports, right? And they root for somebody. Right. And, and you know, like, that guy hits a home run. Your guy hits a home yeah, run. And you're like, you fuck yeah, run. you know, not me. I don't know anything about sports. I'm like yeah. a girl. Sports um but uh, but a lot of these things are really physical manifestations of a home run, right? Like it's right. an appreciation of an accomplishment that also serves a function. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, uh, like, you know, we can root for that guy hitting the home run. But now in a way, I'm rooting for the guy hitting the home run. And I'm also opening up my Amazon box with it. 
right, you know what right, I mean? right. Or popping yeah. the bottle top with it. It's 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 you know something it's, for you to follow. It's like a band as as albums drop and release. Like right. You you follow something like even even. I mean, you don't really watch sports either, do you? Yeah, take it or leave it. I understand how all of them work. I just don't care. Yeah, exactly. And Whoever so it's like, wins, but wins, we still man. follow yeah. stuff. We follow yeah. our favorite bands when the when albums drop. Like now we're following other EDC brands or we're, fo- you know, whatever. Um, we still have that innate, everybody has an innate, you want to follow something that you like. Yeah, and it's an appreciation because I think it's aspirational, right? Because, I mean, really, you know, I've described it as like we all want to – I shouldn't say we all want to because there's a lot of fucking losers that just want to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos and play Xbox too, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but Sorry, guys. You don't get a pass on that yeah, one. Um, no, but I think a lot of people want to be good. You know, <laughs> And whether a guy's a, a, a plumber or a rocket scientist, right? The guy that wants to be a guy or gal yep. uh, that wants to be good yep. at what they're doing is so appealing, right? Is right. so Because that is, you know, and... Like I said, these things are a physical manifestation for, for that, right? So it's like, you know, why do you wear a band's T-shirt, right? You know what I mean? Or why do you have a – because you're like, hey, you know, this is this is my way of, like, tipping my hat to these right. people that have accomplished right. I'm going to go out thing. and show everybody that I run into that, like, I like right. this band because I want to put it on my chest, you know? You know, and these things like, – I won't wear a T-shirt if I don't know what it is or, or – So like, rather than a T-shirt like of, an, of a, a you know, showing kind of like a tip of the hat to that accomplishment, we have something that actually does something to, yeah. you know, it is – Or such a f- uh, piece of artwork – Maybe we don't even cut with it or, 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 you know, we're talking earlier about like the utility kind of funny entertainment blend of what we do. You, you still appreciate that artwork to s- because it's such a high level. You have those gorgeous Damascus blades and these actions that are insane. And you're like, yeah, it could probably cut just fine, but I don't even want to because it's just so perfect. And the art is perfect where it's at. And, and I mean, it gets get into a different topic and I'm not trying to go there, but it does expand all of that range. Yeah, totally. To that. So it's. You know, so thankfully, you know, and now the just like in so many other categories, there are less seats than there are asses, right? I mean, back kind right. of to the lottery thing, right? And it's, and it's, and it's kind of a fundamental. Um, I don't, I don't want to say problem, but there are, there are more people that want stuff than there is those things right so yeah. inherently you will have people that are upset right yeah, you know yeah, what i mean mm-hmm. you just can't uh, because they can't people. because there are not enough front row seats yeah there's as, only 500 are, tickets sold right. to this concert and, and so there's very you know at that point you know all of any of us you know and when i say us i mean you know whether it's retailers or makers all right. we can do is try to make that distribution process as fair as humanly possible yeah. to where there are no advantages right and it's funny you know Tommy gets the emails and stuff and, and the other guys at the shop of of like, you know, I blah, 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 you know, I have to work and I can't be on the internet and you know and, and right. super upset about, you know, missing something and it's like I feel for them because like, you know, in a way, like shit, you know, we buy stuff and we miss out. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Yeah, and, we do the exact same thing. Like you know, like and my kid had a birthday and there's a drop on that or whatever. Right. Like, and I can't be on my I'm phone. Sorry. Like, I yeah. feel for you, but at the same time, I have uh, at this at the same time understanding where you're from. I have less sympathy. Right? Yeah, it, well, it was one guy that got super shitty. I forgot. I forgot what it. You know, but it was like blah 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 blah. And I, it, you know, and every now and then I I got to get sarcastic back. And I said, "Oh, you caught us." I said, "Well, at our at our staff meeting this week, we decided that you know." 
Uh, we all got together and we decided we needed to figure out a way to keep Joe Schmo from giving us money on this particular item. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, awesome. And, you know, and the other thing we always tell people is like, hey, look, dude, we love money. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, you know, we got, love it, and I will be ashamed of it. Yeah, like we, I, you know, I, I would, I got, I got three daughters. I got people that work for me that have kids. I would love to be able to sell everybody that wanted. I mean, there's nothing I want more than to be able to sell everybody that wants something. If this, the, the if thing, this limited you know? twenty piece like run, I could get five hundred out of that value and sell that much money's worth of it. I would do it. Yeah, but, but half the reason why they sell for the price that they are is because there's twenty pieces. Yeah. So understand that I'm not making a killing 500 times over. Yeah, and and so it's always kind of that balancing act, you know. But thus is, you know, uh, my mentor that kind of taught me a lot about business. It's also like a human nature thing too, right? It's like he he would always tell me, um, you know, hey, look, uh, I can't imitate his voice. He's like a kind of like a mix of don't don't worry no one here knows what his voice is you can do whatever you want oh you nailed it yeah he sounds kind of scottish he says top of the morning to you uh no he's (laughs) a crusty guy and he would say hey look fucking seashells are free right Right. seashells are free what's the seashell everybody wants the one that they can't get you know and they're fucking free right You know, so it is human nature to an extent that, that we want the things. That can't get. Check that out. I'm going to grab some beers. We keep talking. You got the seashell edition? I'm going to some beers. I'm going to grab some seashell, glasses seashell. because uh, I want to. We should t- sample these two great whiskeys. Are no. we hitting pause? No. We'll keep oh, it rolling. We, we rolling? No, we, don't, we don't pause the thing Nothing twice. Nothing pauses here. No, we talk about other stuff. This is outdoors like, edition, too. Me, you know who I don't like? Tim. Reed. Tim. 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 That guy. <laughs> that fucking guy. This is the worst. Hey, Matt. You know who has shitty boots? It's Tim. Tim Reed. You know a funny Reed thing about those boots. Thursday boots? So, like, it's gone a little boot crazy at the old <laughs> Monkey HQ, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Monkey Corp, as we like to call it. Monkey Corp. I um, like it. I like it a lot. And, you know, boots are expensive. Nice boots are expensive. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and that's not to say they're not, there's not value, right? But they're, you know, like anything, you know, this nice, expensive, whatever. Hey, friends don't let friends carry cold steel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so oh. Matt, this is kind of a dig on you. Really, that. you have a responsibility. Right. right. As the chief handler and ass wiper, I yes, should have been a little more on top of that. You should be more on point. Right. But, yeah. but, but point being is, so, like, a lot of boot talk started, right? Okay. A lot of boot talk around the shop started. Sure. And I'm not a boot person. I don't know anything about boots. But, you know, you work somewhere, and you kind of everyone starts picking up the same things and liking oh, yeah. the same things. And Except whatnot. for at my shop. But that's a different story. Let Tommy finish his story. <laughs> I come onto your podcast as a guest, invited <laughs> guest, and here I'm hijacking stories. Yeah, not my, even a, my bad. Tommy. Not even a fifteenth of the Tommy, way through could my you story. Let's get back on your story, please. <laughs> anyway, so so you know that what do you, anyone who doesn't know anything about it, you go on the internet. I type in leather boots <laughs> and just start reading everything I can. And I he love to simple. A, and he went like, to a website that. From Germany, and it wasn't <laughs> about the the boots. I it was a different kind of boot. Anyway, yeah. boots um, your hips. And one of the yeah. things I saw were the Thursday boots, and I right. read up all the things. And I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with these Thursday boots. Ain't bad. I think there's, you know, it might not be what some people particularly like, but for you know, I, I understand the the segment they're going after. Whatever. There's some flaws in it that. Well, yeah, and the other thing is because functional wise, I I have you know I have a few pairs of Red Wings, and I've bought some of them secondhand. Cheaper mm-hmm. than the Thursday boots. Yeah. 
are new or secondary, whatever. Totally. But it's just funny you mention that because mm-hmm. one of the first things I was like, well, I could probably, these are like 190 bucks. They go on sale all the time. Like, I could probably swing some of these. And then I started thinking, is like, if I ever show up, with a pair of boots on, the first thing it's going to be, oh, those are those boots are nice. Where where'd you get those boots? And I'm gonna have to say what they are. And I didn't even know he didn't like them until five minutes ago. <laughs> but I knew in my head, I'm like, if I show up, there's no way this is gonna pass muster. Well, like listen, at all. That might sound snobby. No, I and I don't mean it that and way. And I don't no, think but, you have anything specifically against Thursday boots. I no, mean, but maybe explain yourself. No, but, but <laughs> I think it's. Listen, I go. You know, just like when you flash back to the guitar conversation, right? I yeah. am the world's shittiest fucking guitar player. Right. Like, right? You know, yeah, there's I... there's Johnny Ramone licks that I can't pull off. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, but I, I am such, I am such, I am so in Special awe seashell. of people of, you know, people making something, right? Or seeing the fact that, hey, listen, at some point, this thing that has been created, this work of art came into this building as, like, chunks of a tree you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. it came out as this and uh in 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 boots it's like i'm i'm constantly you know just you know I, like i think somebody i stumbled across a youtube video or something of showing how a good your welted boot comes together and i'm like right. fuck and then then you hear like well, wait a minute you can literally have these for the rest of your life you just have them resold you know yeah. what i mean and then that the leather on the develops. top will yeah. stay with you forever and even like there's Unless some you dude, have you seen some you're the fishing dude uh apparently there was no. some uh um there's some guy in australia that makes these fly fishing poles like fly rods yeah. yeah yeah and and you know it shows him like you know doing the bamboo and the whole nine yards like after watching that video i was like fuck i want one of those right and i've i I, I've never fished, you know what I mean? Like other than like, nor do you have a desire. No, to even but go like fish. just yeah, right. watching. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a cool. I get that's that, a cool fly fish. Just fisher watching stick right that happen. Like, you know, just yeah. watching that guy be fucking it, awesome, though. and the fact that like, you know, this bamboo comes into a shop, and he's you know tying it off and 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 thinning it down, and like watching what happens, it's like. You know, because like I can never do that, right? Just like I could never hit that that home run at Yankee Stadium, right? You know, but like seeing somebody do that, it, it, it's it's so awe inspiring. Like I want a piece of that, you know. Even if I never fished, I would want one of that dude's rods because it's so fucking cool. Because mm-hmm. what it took, that guy has spent a lifetime refining that process, right, and getting awesome at it. Like I would fucking love to have one. I'd be honored. Like I would consider it an honor to even be able to 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 have one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Even if it just sat on a you know in a corner of my house or something, I would feel honored to even be able to have that. You know, yeah. and I think that's where, you know, in all honesty, I think that's where a lot of the. And I don't want. I'm going to get myself in trouble. I don't know how many people listen to this. Well, you know, well, like, is it it's 30? funny. It's funny yeah. you should say it's like one of the things. Or something. Yeah, one of the comments I wanted to make about the Think Twice Cut Once podcast is that inevitably, 20 to 40 minutes in, there's a oh yeah. By the way, this is the Think Twice Cut Once podcast. Everything said here is not a reflection of of whatever company is of whoever is on. Oh, yeah. this is totally a reflection, <laughs> <laughs> at least of our company. <laughs> Yeah, um, it can be of your so guys. So, but uh, yeah, maybe in the thanks future, for bringing that up. Uh, this bring is up not to express to. consent and permission of the company. Like I've got my ass teeth by my mom a couple times, and I'm just trying not to get have that. Be We've got some trouble saying things that maybe were interpreted as the company stance when they weren't the company stance. So now we just throw this out there, everyone. However, yeah, Monkey Edge discord. says, Monkey Edge says, yeah, don't suck. Um, yeah, no, I like your I liked your policy about what you do and don't let your friends carry. 
Really yeah, yeah, but it's a. Uh, and I think that's where the EDC community, if you, I hate that EDC community. It's so that's fucking such, stupid. Yeah. But, but it's I, like I any name, like probably 15, yeah. 10 years ago, it was like that was the what we would all be saying, right? But the thing is, is is that uh, I think that's where the disservice <laughs> comes a lot of times, right? Like we always joke, you know, Tommy and I are fat. I don't, I, I don't know if you have viewers or this is just audio, but just think oh, about do, two bro. big we fat people. Yeah, yeah. Tommy is fatter. We'll I've been a, losing we'll weight. Tommy's been photo. gaining it. But uh, I actually no. have lost some, but thanks. But hey, you look I still nice. look very fat. Still um, tall. <laughs> <laughs> friends have to be honest. Um, no, friend, yeah. But uh, that's a. Tommy's going to hang out on the other side of the yard now. I just got the, torched uh, for 130 people or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is yeah. that I think that's where so many of us and when i say us that's kind of like a collective thing it's not me people. that's that's this is me judging everybody else um we get into this weird conversation about better or best right you know whether it comes to materials or like or this is what you. this is what this knife should do for this amount of money and i've oh, always like that, that is such $500. a 500 yeah for 500 dollars. and i'm like you know listen if i get drunk and throw a bunch of paint at a canvas it's worth fuck all right <laughs> You know what I mean? If it's Jackson Pollock, it's worth millions of dollars. Now, we can debate about We're still not sure why, but is. it is. But the thing is, is like, you know, or people go, why does this Why does this knife cost this? Or why does this thing cost that? This material, that material. Pull myself and it's like, you know, the thing about it is, is, is the cost of materials is really irrelevant. I mean, we are talking about, you know, artwork to a certain extent. If you want it, if you just want a tool, right? If you just want something that performs a function... There's totally you don't need any of this shit. You don't need a Sabenza. No, you can to cut use stuff. a razor blade. Yeah, you know, like and and uh, honestly, come out money ahead. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like and good for you. That's fine. But, and rock on. You know, uh, nowhere but, like, am I saying you have to buy my knife. Right. And I've never said that. And right. just like you know, so, oh, back to Tommy and I being fat. Tommy more fat than me. We always <laughs> say like, hey, listen, man, I don't want to live in a world where I have to go like, well, I like burritos. Better than lasagna. Oh, yeah, I like lasagna better burritos. No, lasagna is totally better than burritos. What was my super good idea at lunch? Lasagna burrito. Boom. About the first one. Dude, my Italian burrito eating motherfucker over here. Yeah. uh, But, like, you know, I want to live in a world where, like, hey, guess what? Fucking, you know what's awesome? Lasagna. Hey, Tommy, you know what else is awesome? Burritos. Boom. So, like, you know, maybe Monday night I have lasagna, Tuesday night I have burritos. Like, I don't have to live in this world where, like, we're, we're trying to find some sort of pinnacle like right you know because here's the other thing if we said lasagna was the best by the time you eat it for the 63rd day in a row it's not the best i mean you can't even switch like lasagna flavors and make it sound appealing you can implant lasagna like oh now this is an interesting industry in that front though because people are very uh outspoken and opinionated more than others that i've experienced and it is interesting how a lot of people that are into nice things, like what you're talking about, a, a, a nice life purchase kind of thing, you know, you can get there through boots, you can get there through knives, you can get there through like guitars, basses, you know, backpacks. Anyone, you get to a certain point and you start to appreciate quality, quality of something. And if you don't, yeah. that's fine too. You know, whatever. Well, but quality Maybe, and the variety. But like for me, yeah. yeah, like I can look at a master built guitar yep. 
in a pocket knife and be looking and appreciating the same things. I'm looking at machine lines, fly reels. And like, like how this works, how it feels, what it sounds like when it opens or just this or that. Like these little nuances that I think are really great and end all be all that are my guiding things to buy a thing right. might be 100% different than yours. And that's right, totally which is fine. what, what, what <laughs> yeah. no one can ever grasp. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many you know emails, comments, whatever you want to yeah. say. You know, well, and, and I, won't, I won't do examples. I don't want to get anyone. Mm-hmm. Get anyone. But like, they'll go, you know, chime in. You paid five hundred dollars. You're charging five hundred dollars for that or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then inevitably, it's say it's Instagram. I'll go click on their account, and I'll go look. And oh, so you have a forty-five thousand dollar Jeep. That has thirty thousand dollars worth of modifications. Right. I bet you I can and your find wife some has people. Twelve thousand dollars tits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. But it's like. But I can. I bet. But I bet you I can find. And a I can lot appreciate the craftsmanship in those. Right. Too. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it's funny you make the joke, but like that's the thing is like I don't want to. I don't want that seventy thousand yeah. dollar Jeep. It, it, no. That to me, well, but, but I can appreciate that you want it. But yeah, it's crazy. I've never once but don't had to dog be like, me when you're. Yeah, you I gotta, never once had to be like, "That's the dumbest thing." You, why would you spend seventy thousand dollars on this cheap? It's, and that it's dude a waste dogs of money. you for your four hundred fifty dollar knife, and he's got a hundred fifty dollar knife in his pocket. Right, and you're just like, or, or like a Glock, a Glock that has like a drop in trigger and like a an eighty dollar comp on the front and and two hundred dollars worth of slide release for their RMR, and it's like, okay, so you put it, you took a five hundred dollar gun, you added a thousand dollars worth of crap onto it, but yet. I'm going to throw some heat out there. Gun guys buying knives are always the worst. And and actually, hunters are crazy. Like, they'll have a, like, $5,000 bolt gun. I could buy a Glock for that. And they won't, they don't, they cannot, which they shoot once on the hunt, and they pride themselves on a one-time, you know, shot on the hunt. And then they can't, like, fork up the $450, like, high-end knife. They make how many thousands of cuts on that animal? Yeah. And right. I just sit back well, there and it's, like, it's one of those things, sure, like, because, you know, I deal on the, the retail side on things. You know, people come in and I, you know, a lot of people that come in know what they're getting into. They look at the website and they kind of have an idea what we sell. But some people just Google knife store and they think they're going to, like, ninja knives, you know, at the mall that or something. Guy. right? And they have no idea. And you always get the, why would you, I could buy a Glock for that or whatever. Right. I'm like, and I how often do you shoot people every day? You know, uh, I didn't understand uh, high-end I cut some with my knife I, a lot. You know. Yeah, it's. I, I, I mean, it's when I first got into fly rods, everybody that I talked to, specifically Harsey, was like, "It's not about what you spend on your fly rod." And I said, "Yeah, cool, I get that. You know, you can just, still want a nice one." Yeah, but then you then you see the craftsmanship in a machined five hundred dollar reel, and you're like, "Dude, that's just cool." I'm well, a, and, and you can see the craftsmanship in the rest of it, and you're like, "Well, I'm a yeah, I'm a big it doesn't fat guy, make right? the thing work." Yeah, you better. are. We can all agree that I'm a big fat guy. That doesn't mean i don't want the seven thousand dollar mountain bike even in yeah. when i ride it i see me just like jumping like 12 feet off like off the trail and like just shred in in reality i'm going right. eight miles an hour like like yeah go, tilter woo. like t- your kids like a Dad, little, good job. a, a little spring off the suspension i never came off the ground i'm like oh i'm flying but that doesn't mean i don't want but what's yeah. weird is is <laughs> in any subculture or any uh click or whatever you call it you know you always get like, you know, you guys are familiar with music, right? So you get your yeah. Fender versus Gibson, you know, you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's right. like, what did Jimmy Page play? Like, Both. Jimmy Page would be, like, is famous for his, te- you know, there's Telecaster stuff and Les Paul stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy so, Hendrix played both. Yeah, like, so we don't, you know, why do we need to live in this world where, again, it's, you know, the lasagna Billy versus Joel burrito. Billy Joel played both. Yeah, like, why do we, you know, like, hey, man, you want, you know, hey, if this song calls for a Fender sound... Fuck it, rock offender. You know what yeah. I mean? And same with a knife, right? And there's stuff They're, that you like. Like guys goes guys go, 
you know, it, it blows our minds in, in, you know, in retail land where guys like, you know, well, I bought a such and such that cuts, you know, like this or, you know, it's this sharp My and I can, I can shut it. You know, I can, I, I, you know, and then, you know, I want something that's so tough I can drive it into a boulder. And I'm like, well, those are two different things, dude. You know what I mean? Like, and, and there's nothing wrong with wanting those things, but it's just like, you know, like there are screwdrivers all the way from something that you adjust your glasses with to something that like they used on the Golden Gate Bridge, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so use the right tool for the job. And if it isn't about just an appreciation thing, you know, yeah. like, you know, there is no perfect answer. You know, a lot yeah. of this, you know, every day when I, uh, you know, when I come into the shop and people, you know, or people say, what do you do for a living? I sell, I, I said, I sell stuff that people don't need, you know? So it's like, yeah. There's an enjoyment and ownership. Wow, like I, I love snap on tools and I'm I'm not a mechanic. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, you know, right. but like if you buy snap on tools because they're they work the best. Well, no, because you can that, you like, you know, it's just such a, a you know, there's that tactile feel of feeling that, you know, the ratcheting in the in the in the socket wrench, you know, that is right. that is you know and and it's just an appreciation of it. And, and I've never and, actually held a snap-on tool in my life, which is weird. Really? Because I grew up oh, around man. tools and all that kind of stuff. You, I've never noticed a difference. They're pretty as, cool. As far as I yeah. understand, I've never had. Maybe I've had one in my hand, but I've, I've I just realized that I'm like, I'm told that. What's the kind of thing else? I mean, you can go to Harbor Freight and buy some Chinese thing, right. or Sears, I guess. Lowe's now what? with Craftsman and then For, Snap On. They all do the same thing. All, Lowe's has Craftsman yeah. now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Put, yeah. So yeah, yeah Lowe's. Lowe's. Oh. Well, thank God. Which yeah. is weird because they're they spent so much time building up that cobalt brand, which is actually not bad. Nice tools. Decent cheap. Yeah, no, decent yeah. tools. Yeah. No, it's a. It's, I just it's, see red going to orange, not it's to like mind blue. blowing to uh yeah to like kind of draw those lines around, but it's it's kind of crazy in this industry, especially people are very willing to kind of call it out and talk about it and be opinionated. Just to the umpteenth degree. Yeah, we got Hold on, the fat person has to work. Got to open up snacks. Dude, <laughs> this very nice sauce right here. No, try that out. Yeah. We That's had Marissa had really a great. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna put all you guys on blast. Marissa and I had a great Cinco de Mayo here on this back porch. This very lovely back porch. All three of you fucks stood me up and didn't show up. We, we got to sweet. We, we were just up. late. We just we're, we were late. Fashionably late. That's how Fashionably. I ate. That's I ate all the food. Style. I ate all late, the food you made. And so Matt I was actually looking for a home because he's homeless right now. I'm homeless. You guys retired from traveling. Yeah. So why are you homeless? Hey dog, I'm being an asshole, but yeah. I just you don't get that many times to say like you stood me up. Fuck you guys. So yeah. there it is. We're just late. We didn't stand you up. Hey, hey, twenty four we hours late. late. You were late to Monkey Muster. We were late to your party. I just avoided oh, watching Game of Thrones with all of us on our couch. Yeah, no, that was a good call. Because I would have just made snide comments in the. You offered, and I was like. You I know, was that trying would be to be cute for about five minutes. I was trying to minutes. be uh, uh, democratic. Yes, I see. Know. I see. Now it's um, it's cool though. It is cool. I mean, different structures from folks. They, they had that saying for a reason. But like, it's uh, interesting how in any industry and in anything you do, there's uh, such a wide variety of uh, of opinion. But it uh, is definitely a bit more outspoken here. I wanted to know though. So I heard that Monkey Depot. Which is what that's what you started with, right? That was the start of this whole thing. Right, right. Uh, I, I don't know who told me this. It could be a total lie, but I was told that it was one of the earliest websites that was processing like card payments. Like people were still freaked out about that kind of stuff. You guys were in your because that's like when toy the internet stuff. came around. Like when the internet yeah, came online, around. Online. Do you remember processing. like my parents would freak out if it was like, "Don't put your name in there." People can steal your identity, <laughs> you know. And now it's like my credit card number. Yeah, yeah but here this guy it is, in Nigeria, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, Prince called me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> he just I got has called a, by a he's prince. He's having some bad luck, yeah. but 
Now, is that is that wrong? I, I, that could be totally hearsay. Maybe it was in your guys's in the Monkey Depot like industry or, or line of of stuff. But how did this all how did this all start? Because Monkey Edge came later. You guys expanded into yeah. the knife world and, and the EDC world later on. It started as Monkey Depot. Yeah, so twenty years ago, is that right? Yeah, twenty late nineteen ninety eight. So okay. actually, so like October, November nineteen ninety eight. Almost twenty one. Uh, um, almost twenty one. You were almost twenty one then. No, no, uh, no almost twenty one. No, so Got Mon- it. Monkey Depot, and again, it was, <laughs> you know, I've world. never had, I've never had some grand business plan, you know, like uh, at the time I was working at Intel and uh, had a good job, and. Um, See, what, what was also appealing to me, other than people making stuff, was military history. Or just, you know, and, and people that are into history kind of, and particularly military history, kind of gravitate towards different categories. Some guys are plane guys, or some sure. guys are tank guys, right? Yeah. Are, I was always more like uh, the individual, the gear yeah. guys, right? You know, like what they were wearing, what they were using, small arms. Yeah, the you know, kid quick, loadout. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what got me really into custom knives was, um, as a kid, I'm old, so pre-internet, you know, you go to the library and you'd read, you know, about military knives and stuff. And I remember reading a book about uh, about military issue knives, and there was like, kind of like this chapter, like other makers or non-issue knives, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and it started talking about stuff like. You know, well, some GIs preferred to purchase their own knives, you know, from, you know, Randall Knives, uh, John Eck Knives, uh, Floyd Nichols, um, you know, these custom makers. And some, for some reason, in my little kid brain, that was so cool. I guess I've always had this attachment to people making stuff that I was like, well, these people are going into harm's way and they want a cooler thing you know what i mean they want yeah. a better they want tool. a better tool than what they're given they're yeah upgrading like, this one component they've here. used this yeah the we're tool they were given a, they fi- figured yeah it wasn't we're gonna good give enough. you a k-bar but you know like all right i'm gonna use my own money and buy my own shit okay. you know <coughs> as i joke on it all but <laughs> that's cool almonds are uh killers they're the silent killers of america silent killers almonds yeah. <laughs> get did rid you of vaping and almonds did you know that over <laughs> 12 people a year die oh from God. almond chokage. You right <laughs> Almost 13. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I have a I have a whole like weekend at Bernie's contingency plan started. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm not trying to like help him or anything right now. Like, just okay. watch he'll, the show. Baby stuff if it happens, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to have Brady in his office. He, he spends a lot of time in there anyway. Just we'll get the strings and everything. So someone goes on, he'll go like, get out of here. It'll be good. Did I have some Ferris Bueller's Day off? Seen that oh, I, love I love it. I love it. That was my every day I was sick. I watched Ferris Bueller's one. Day Off. Yeah, perfect. That was my sick day. Movie. So, you know, I was into uh, <coughs> military history, and and um, so basically we sold uh, one six scale action figures. You know, because they had gotten detailed and had kind of gone from more of a toy thing to a modeling thing, mm-hmm. and. Um, so it just started as like this thing out of the corner of my two bedroom apartment while I was working at Intel and uh, <coughs> still dying. Um, it kind of grew into this thing, you know, and um, <coughs> you want some water? So as the knife thing started, as the, the knife thing? thing actually started happening, um, 
I used to go to SHOT Show to arrange licensing between the manufacturers of the miniatures and the real and the real uh, gear makers, right? Oh, wow, cool. And um, one year, um, it was the last time SHOT Show was in Orlando, I think. You know, I went by the Strider booth okay, there. That was my first SHOT Show at 16. I was oh, actually yeah. 15. I was weeks <laughs> off from being, and they, my folks snuck me in. Oh, to, to the FB sixteen. Oh, really? To go to Shasha? Yeah, apparently oh, right. FB sixteen, and my folks snuck me in as a age you know, of consent. Age. Yeah, right. That um, was my first shot show. And so uh, we had we had gone out, and uh, it was funny. I I went to the starter because again that appreciation of stuff. I was never a knife collector, so to speak. It was like <clears throat> my grandfather always used to say, like if you're going to buy a tool, like you know the whole pay once, cry once thing, right? Like mm-hmm. buy a good. You know, buy right. a good one that's going to last you for the rest of your life. And you'll then, love it later. You know, you'll forget what you paid for it. So it was like, all right, you know, so I'd, I'd had like one Strider knife. You know, I wasn't one of these guys. I didn't make, you know, I didn't make a ton of money. And, and the idea of spending, you know, $400, $500 on a knife was, was right. a lot of money. And I was like, all right, I need a fixed blade. So I went by the Strider booth and Josh had, had uh, Josh at Strider had recognized the logo on my hat from the Monkey Depot. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, do you know that guy? Are you guys passing notes in study hall? Don't worry about it. He's um, a guy. And, I'm uh, just being fat over here eating chips. So uh, Chuck yesed him. He yeah, had, uh, <laughs> yes, no, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so he had recognized the logo on my hat, and he said, like, do you know that guy? And I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, so he was familiar with the miniature side. And I don't remember what had happened, but at some point he said, well, do you sell to a mil- lot of military and law enforcement? And funny enough, Actually, we did on the on the uh, the quote unquote toy side, and uh, so what had happened was uh, we'd went out drinking that night. This is totally distracting. <laughs> this is why we run an audio and video. Yeah, is because yeah. then you have. Because I'm getting the sweet dish over here, and we're playing with flashlights and writing notes. What's going on? Yeah, we're yeah. listening. We got don't worry about it. Don't worry. I've heard this a billion we're times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Was trying know, to go live on Instagram. What was funny live, is like, we had uh, we had went out that I I went out that night in in, or, in Orlando to where like I came into Shot Show still wearing the same clothes from the next night, and and something came up about like why don't you sell some knives or something? So I I was like all right well fuck it, um, I bought a bunch of knives and I walked back to my buddy's booth with an armload of knives like Kramer from Seinfeld like you know bursting in and he's like what are you doing? And I said, I bought a bunch of knives, and, you know, I think I'm going to sell some knives. He said, what do you know about selling knives? I said, not a fucking thing. How hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just knives. It's, you know. Yeah, like, 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 and that was yeah. it. You know, like, so. And, and here we was, are. Yeah. 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 That's cool. No, it's that's super cool. Now, that's interesting. I'm more curious about, so you worked at Intel. What did you do at Intel? I uh, tried not to kill yourself on the daily. Yeah. Probably yeah. one of the things, yeah. Yeah, believe it or not, I, I wore uh, khaki pants and a polo and had my two little text pagers and my Palm Pilot, no oh, tattoos. Yeah. Cute. Um, oh, yeah. Cute. I, I worked I was, uh, I worked as a liaison between the engineering and production. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. you know, uh, engineering wanted... Uh, Engineering wanted quality, production wanted quantity. So you'd monitor the processes to see when they were statistically out of control or when, you know, things weren't, um, when when fallout, you know, uh, 
and then you implement processes to you know to collect data and and say hey this this machine's not performing you need to take it down and do maintenance on it or et cetera, et cetera. that's awesome so yeah. um but I, i'd well, fucking kill myself if i still well, we definitely know that world no, we I, kill ourselves with that kind of problem every day engineering and you know like i would be like the you know production side of things as you know my mantra my motive is a bit different than what the what the machine shop is we all have the same like unified goal of having the best quality stuff but right and we want to get knives out the door then his aim is different than our engineering guys you know it's just one of those things but um <laughs> and our goal is to like come together on it all but it's funny yeah. how we all come from different places to get to that table yeah yeah now here's the th my question for you though so that was a sounds like a pretty good job you know intel wasn't a small isn't it a small company no, by any means yeah yeah so at what point was uh was the depot website was that whole thing like how did it get to the point i mean it's that first step of like you know what i'm not going into work today screw this i'm starting my own thing like what was that catalyst like what got you to actually step into did you get fired were you like fuck you guys no, no, no it's like, actually yeah this is it's it's actually a funny story um so i had uh i had taken a little bit of a leave of absence right to to uh due to some medical stuff but also off the record, I think the statue to get my own shit kind of running right, and I'd I'd gone sure. back after a while off, and uh, um, I so I'd went back Were to you say statue of limitations there. Yeah, well, well awesome. awesome. It's been longer so, enough. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure why still, but yeah. That's um, cool. So I'd gone back after being gone for a while, and because I was involved in engineering, you know, okay. and it's a big corporate, you know, so you have to have access to various data feeds and everything else, right? So I called the. Uh, um, IT department and I said hey I need you know access back into this you know this feed or whatever and blah 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 and they said well what's your employee number and 109-58109 I think was my oh my Jesus. god I, I want to kill myself for knowing that um, anyway I had said <coughs> so when I had got hired in Intel originally I think it was 1997 and like even the janitors were millionaires because they had been given stock. You know, if you had yeah, been there the, for a length of time, there had been, you know, stock options and everything. Company else. bloomed like that. And I'm 22 years old or something, right? And, uh, you know, I'm working in the engineering department and, and I'm talking with a lot of these guys that I really looked up to. I'm like, wow, these guys are the pinnacle of success, right? Engineering group leaders, yeah. you know, super smart dudes. And, and, you know, they got the, you know, the, they're making tons of money. And these are guys in their, you know, mid 40s or something, right? Or, or late 30s, early 40s. And and they're all kind of like, you know, look, they, they like I said, they, they've made a good living. And, uh, but they're all kind of like, yeah, you know, I really want to do my own thing. You know, like I want to, I want to start, you know, I want to do X or I want to do, you know, like, God, I wish. But it's like, they're so far down that path, right? They're so far, they're, they're comfortable. They got the car, the wife has the... Mm -hmm. And it's like, but they're all going like, yeah, I really want to start, you know, I've looked into franchising this or I have this idea. Little bubbling ideas. Yeah, but up. they haven't taken that leap. So I take mm -hmm. this leave of absence, right? And my business has taken off and I'm actually making more money on, on the business than I am at Intel. But of course, there's no benefits or anything, right? So I go back to work after a while and, uh, and I call the IT department and I say, hey, I, you know, I need access to this fee. And they go, what's your employee number? Now, bear in mind, I'm white trash, right? I come from poor. Like, you know, I've worked 
you know, when I turned 15 and that was the age to get a job in Arizona, I was like down, like knocking on doors, like, hey, I want to uh, work. D- give me right. a job anywhere. I don't Yeah, because care. like when I turned 16, I want to buy a car. Yeah. Um, what was your first shit. car? 1965 Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Uh, hard top. Carmen Ghia. Nah, not the convertible, the hard top. Dudes drive hard tops. Yeah, hard anyway. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Zang. Dudes drive hard tops. I love it. So, uh, bunks are musty. So, like I go, what ba- we I go back to Intel and I said, and they said, hey, what's your employee number? And I just snapped and I said, uh, it's Brady Miller. And they said, no, 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 your employee number. And I said, uh, it's just Brady Miller. And uh, they're like, kind of like, what the fuck are you? What's wrong with you, idiot? You know what I mean? I said, yeah. I don't work here. And, I, and so I just hung up the phone. I went by my old boss's desk or cubicle, and I said, hey, man, thanks for everything. I'm going to take off. He's like, okay, right on. And it, I, it wasn't even conscious in my head that I was taking off, taking off. So I go home, and the HR department calls me the next day. And they're like, hey, uh, you just left, you know, without saying anything to anybody. Like, right. you know, you never showed back up. And I was like, and I started, and my initial response was like, oh, I wasn't feeling good. I had to, you know, and they're like, yeah, but you still needed to tell somebody. You had the moment of like on the spot. like, Let me Yeah, yeah. and my <laughs> wife is sitting, you know, a couple feet away from me. She's listening to the conversation. And, uh, and they said, uh, well, okay, you know, but you didn't tell anybody. You need to come in and talk to, you know, us and sign this documentation. And I just go, uh, no, I, uh, I don't think I will. And they're like, what do you mean? And I yeah. said, no, nah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, well, you need to come in and sign this documentation. And I'm like, nah. And they're like, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, I'm not coming back in. And they said, well, does that mean you resign? And I said, yeah. Yeah, I think I do. I think I resign. Nice, dude. And then he said, uh, Bring some Distracting again. Worst podcast partner ever. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, Worst podcast ever, so don't worry. So uh, uh, so I said, yeah, I think I resigned. And, th- and then she says, uh, well, okay, well, you're going to need to come in for an exit interview and sign over. And I go, uh, nah, nah, I don't think I will. And she says, well, you need to turn in your text pagers and your badge and stuff. And, you know, you sure, you know, if you come in for an exit interview. I said, ah, give me an address. I'll mail them in. She goes, well, if you don't do your exit interview, you can never get hired by Intel again. And I said, no, I hope not. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> and then, Just the most deflating responses yeah, to yeah, them. like, I hope not. And she's like, oh, are, are you sure you know what you're doing? And I said, no, 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 no not at all. You know, and, and my wife, you know, we have two kids at this point. Right. You know, like, she's sitting, you know, three feet across from me. Her eyes so- just keep getting bigger because she's only hearing one side of this is conversation. Is this a fight club moment? Like, yeah. Like, and then I hang up the phone and she's like, what did you just do? And I said, uh, I, I, I just quit. And she says, do you think you ought to talk to me about this? <laughs> and I said, I didn't even talk to myself. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't have like, to. You were right there. Jeez, yeah, man. I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even talk to myself. I just fucking did it, you know? And, uh, and that was it, you know, and yeah. then it was no looking back after that. For you So know, you just kind of jumped off that cliff. Like the, some people kind of ease into it and they, they make sure that their ROI is there. They do all this shit and you're just like, you know what? That's funny because we've, 
you know, at Guitar Center, we had employee numbers. 065638. I don't even know. Oh, you don't want to kill yourself for knowing it? Mine was 07. Damn, you probably know it better than me. I've had so many employee numbers that I just... The best one that I ever had was 666, and I chose it myself. Nothing makes you feel more like a cog in the wheel than just being assigned a a number. That's who you are. Nobody cares about anything else. Like anybody can go look up like the employee number and see everything you ever did. That was your life there. And ours are like chronological, so it was kind of like the earlier the number, the earlier the employee kind of thing. You yeah, know? which is always a cool thing because you understand like rank that way, oh, yeah. which I totally yeah. agree with. Like it's that's a cool fine. thing, but that, like that's cool. That's but cool. nothing makes you feel like less of a person than being reduced to a number in a system, you know? And like yeah, and, and there were definitely times for me where I was like, it doesn't matter what my employee number is. Like just like you're saying, no, nah, it's Matt. <laughs> like, yeah, just trust you know who I am. Well, Come like, on, you know? because yeah. I'm at that point, I'm 20 something years old, right? So I'm like, if I fuck this up, I'm young enough. Do you want to keep to where I could recover? You know what I mean? Like, I'll, like, if I need to get another job, Sorry. it might not be as good a job as Intel, but I could find another job. Good bounce back. Yeah. But what I did not want to be, what was my worst nightmare was being one of these dudes in their, in their late 30s, early 40s who had a bunch of money, but were like, what I really want to do is X, yeah. you know, and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. I am so blessed to have this opportunity to do what I really want to do at, you know, 22 years old, right? Yeah. Like to the point where I've had awesome. the same fear yeah. my whole life. Yeah. As you well. know, there's a Bill Burr quote that's something kind of like that, where someone makes a comment about like stand up comedy about like, well, you know, something about playing it safe, and his whole thing is like, playing it safe is the worst thing you can do. Like, yeah. I don't want to wake up. Next to a wife I've been married to for thirty years, not letting her, having a job yeah. and five kids and things, and like hating my life, just to like, because you're you know, scared to do it. Because you're afraid to make a yeah. step. Because you're afraid to be uncomfortable. You were afraid right. to go suck in front of people on stage or this or that, whatever it might have been, you know. And like those kind of things like resonate. You know, it's kind of interesting because a lot of people might have a cool idea, but they may not have like yeah. the balls to take that first step. You know, like I talked to many people like that stuck in, in that job, weird I'm, in between, they're cashing, it's like, like this idea I have. Yeah, just like just take it like having the ball, the, the gut to take that first step, you know, is is everything. Well, that's yeah. pretty that's pretty gangster just to well, be like plus, just just for that to be the story. What's well, your employee number? Yeah, Brady. Yeah, like and I was like, <laughs> I like and, that and a lot. here's the thing though, is yeah. like I've never quit any job without any notice. Even I've worked jobs ever since I turned fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. So even when I when I quit like the subway, I wrote out a letter of resignation <laughs> with like notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, last like, day really? will be yeah. So, like, here's my first, like, corporate professional job, and I snap and go basically, like, fuck off, right? Right, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing is, like, ever, like I, just like I said when I was reading that book when I was a kid, and I appreciated the fact that there was these guys making these custom knives. It's like, I wanted to be true to my, like, like this is what I want, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is what I want to do, or this is what I'm good at. This is for me. And it's like if you don't take that opportunity, you know, like, it, you know, you might yeah. not get it again. You know what I mean? It's like you dull those, you know, you 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 dull that edge. You might not get it back, you yeah. know. And yeah. then you become so entrapped. And there's nothing wrong with working. At, you know, like the flip side is is We're there's guys job, like there's guys that work a like, job that they're kind of ambivalent about, but they're passionate about something else. That's fine. It's gardening like, that's, or whatever else, right? Job and they provides go, them a means to do there's that. There's yeah. every yeah. one of our lives, uh, our our work that we love, the, the ideal job or whatever. We still have days where we trudge through it and we fucking hate it. And it's like oh, this is as bad as working IT. Jeez. This is terrible. But. What pulls you through? Sorry, we got a dog eating a plant over here. Destroying one. Enough. Come. 
But like, yeah, you have those charge, charge through days in the immediate moment. But what gets you through them is the, all the other surrounding facts of what that job is. Because it's the the job that you own. It's the job that you're making the world's best knives. You're you're selling the coolest shit or well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and like yeah. those people that trudge through their daily IT job or whatever and do cool shit on the afternoon, it's because they trudge through that work hour because that's what you got to make your money. And they're yeah. gonna go fly fishing because they do they get raft or they guide raft tours or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. 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 If you oh, have yeah. that balance, tours. you'll be okay. Do you have a? Let me ask you this. Obviously, no regrets, right? No, Best no, choice no ever. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Not I mean, at all. Like, no regrets. Would you rather be, no, have golden including handcuffs the fuck ups. Including Intel? the fuck-ups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Just to say you wouldn't have gone through like, well, like another year and been laid off, you know, and then been right. no, I, I Totally. Well, it's you know? funny that you say that. I was actually laid off from Intel and ah, then rehired okay. and then snapped. So, like, um, but I was a, you know, when I was a, when I was a teenager, somebody, uh, my mentor, the same guy that talked about the seashells, uh-huh. uh, introduced me to Ann Rand. And um, and that just solely resonated with me like that, that like man's accomplishment. There's, you know, there's certain men that look at the Wait, ocean and which, go like. Which Ann Rand book did you say? Uh, <laughs> the Fountainhead. Okay. Sorry. I, I, read I, I had to wake up for a second. <laughs> Shut up, you nerd. I go read, read Anthem and, and like just that oh, 90, yeah. like 97 pages or something like that. And just like it, it's planted a seed in my head of just the core of humanity. Of, well, of it was funny. Human, right? Like not to get. Oh, now, now this is where it doesn't represent, like, this is where Chris Reeve's going to get in trouble. Like, look, get your old it. man, as in Chris Reeve, yeah. can be kind of abrasive. Oh, Is really? that a nice way of saying it? No. Really? And uh, Tell me more. There was a, a lot of people in the industry that would say something like, they would say stuff, right? right. You know, oh, yeah, Chris Reeve's, yeah, he's, I'm hey. trying to be diplomatic here, salty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and and to be on to to be completely blunt, he was Chris was never nice to me. You know right. what I mean, right? But I my thing is is like that doesn't matter because his accomplishments and his capabilities, his his body of work. I'm not owed being nice to. And him. I know, you know that, like, like, like that's you and, not you and him ever sat down and had a scotch together. Like you'd have a great conversation, like we do. Yeah. You know, no, like, I totally, I'm s- but like, I didn't feel like, like, listen, I'm some fucking I'm punk that, that is nothing in this business. You don't owe be nice to me. You know what I mean? Like you've done what, like, yeah. Anyone who wants to come up deserves to be treated like someone who's worked with you for 20 forever. years. You well, know? Yeah. You know, right. His right. accomplishments, right. like, and like you need to be no, nice if, to No, in other words, if Leonardo part. da Vinci was the biggest dick in the world. Right. If everybody was like, he might, that guy's he a might fucking well be, asshole. I don't really know. Right. Would you, you really be surprised? Yeah, you'd go. It's like, hey, you like yeah. my little corkscrew so drawings and shit. Yeah, like my little like man in the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Leo did that. Thank God, Leonardo da Vinci is not Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't really know so how to interpret that. So, if Da Vinci that. was an asshole, do you go? Do you run around and go like, oh well, that that Leo guy, what a dick. No, you're you're still in awe of what he does, right? right. And, yeah. and and it's just like Steve Jobs was an incredible asshole, right? You know, right. It, like people he would my old man loves Steve Jobs make people stories. cry. But if you look at what the man did, like that has nothing, you know. So if you're one of those people that was on the other end of him being an asshole, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, it has very yourself. little to do with you, actually. Yeah, get over yourself. Came it across has, one of the greats, man. Don't yeah, worry about like, it. Yeah. yeah, like listen, you know. So fuck off. What do you you? 
what are you worried about your feelings? You know, like yeah, yeah that's probably a yeah, that's not increased more progress. Yeah, probably increased more recently. Everyone's like so easily offended these days, and so like they need to be like given like the validation that they breathe air too. Like, come on, like that's it's honestly kind of self aware of you to to not even like be put off that someone was a dick to you like that. Because there are a lot of people that we've talked to that like didn't talk to us until Chris is out of the company. They know? wouldn't do business with they us would, until, They refused like, to until he was out of it. And then once yeah. Ann took over, well, now it's different. And, but then there's the, 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 the converse of that as well. But they want to make money off of his creations. It's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing. I don't understand any of this. I've never met someone that didn't like me. That's I, not true. For you, I can understand Lots that. Lots of people don't case. like you. You're yeah. condescending. <laughs> no, you don't like me now. But when, <laughs> but when, we, when I started, you liked me. It was a slow turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slow okay, yeah. Let crash. me asterisk that. Yeah. Uh, no one doesn't like me when they meet me. Oh. Yeah. Once they get to know you, they fall know. off the bandwagon. Yeah, you don't have the yeah, same yeah. Once power. they once yeah. they meet once they once they know me, then yeah, yeah they don't like me. Anymore. I would say it's the opposite for me, and here's why. I had uh, South Korean, not South Korean. I had Korean barbecue. It doesn't matter what's. It was probably South Korean, if we're being honest, right? Korean barbecue. Death it seemed like we were free to eat by it. food. They right? had those little donut things. Yeah, totally. Right? And then no. you, uh, at the end of the night, when everyone was all wasted, you know. All of a sudden, Brady's behind the bar pouring drinks. Tim's over there, yakking about whatever. Not drinking. Really. I walk in the, the, yeah, to go to the restroom, has and I walk out of the bathroom in, in the monkey in the monkey monster monkey edge like building, and you're like, "Yo, this way, dude." You pull me across into the room, See. and what do you give me? But two big old flat slices of cold pizza, dude. Mm-hmm. Smash together like a sandwich. You know, I have a nickname. He was holding out. He's like, about this? Took took care of me. Yeah. I was like sitting if there waiting for Tim to stop this conversation, and I got pizza in the corner. With Tommy over here. That's right. There's one. So way I've known you for a while, and I like you even yeah. more. Yeah. Well, I, like I have a, there's a, I have a nickname around the shop. Brady probably doesn't know because he doesn't. Badass Tommy. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> one person's nickname. Zang. Right. Well, I have a nickname known for everyone else who has respect for me, and and there might be a correlation between these two things. I'm not gonna lie, but it's Food Jesus. Food Jesus. Yeah. Food Jesus. Yeah. Praise yeah. be unto me. I stand. Do you imagine going to get into Birkenstocks when you when you deliver food? I just I just I just make sure people are taken care of. Or when I, and when when Brady's not sweet, here, right. it's when like Brady's not here because you know we have lots of people to shop and some people eat with Brady and you know other people eat by themselves. But when Brady's not here, he's not going to be until like a certain point. You know before or he has some to go run right. an errand or do something. Right. And lunch has to be figured out. People come to me and say, "Food Jesus." You know what's crazy is I recall now that you say that, walking into that room and there was one slice in a box, you lifted it above your head, said a prayer, brought it back down. Yeah, it was it had a a halo of light around. And you said mana, people. Mana. Full full pie all of a sudden. And who's the guy, the former uh, special forces guy? Sharp by design. No wait. Atten- what's the what's wait wait what's the guy? Attention I'm to thinking detail. Attention, attention to detail. detail. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Doug. Sorry. Oh no, yeah yeah. Knife nuts. Sorry guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> attention to detail. That guy has come first of all like a hundred miles in a year. It seems like the first time oh, I yeah. saw his knife was in here at custom, and then I saw another one. Oh yeah, dude. What Great six stuff. months later, and it was like ten, twenty times better. Yeah. Like, Doug is does it. Doug is a perfect of it, example. Ten years of of working. Well, Doug is a perfect months. example, yeah. and I hope he listen. I hope people listen to this, or Doug listens. Doug is a perfect example of why I'm in business and why I fucking love what I do. Well, you were the guy that kind of you were, but you guys go back beyond. No, farther because than this. he was. I've known him for ten years now. But he was right? telling us a story, like at New York Custom, that right. he kind of approached you, and you're like, "Well, I guess if you want to, I'll I'll buy your stuff." And then like, 
kind of gave him a, a chance or whatever. But man, right. it's wild to see in like six months' time. No, because Doug is one what of those was already guys. Awesome is even better. Like no, because Doug oh, yeah. is one of those yeah. guys. If you said he is one of those dudes that is so again, it's that admiration thing with me, right? Like if Doug was a guy that said, you know what, I'm going to go to Mars next year, right? And nobody's You'd ever watch done it before. Your journey go, of getting to Mars. Like I would go, all right, yeah, he he will. You know what I mean? Because he's one of those guys that is is just like just so like laser focused and is such on like self improvement and 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 yeah. internalization, not externalization, not like oh so and so is keeping me from going to Mars. It's right. like how you know, do I get there? I'm he's going just like cost. you know, or if he was to say like, hey, I'm gonna climb Mount Everest next month. Do you want to bet? I'd go. I'm not betting against that guy. Yeah. So when he was like, I, you know, I've known him for a while, and he was like, you know, he's going to be, I'm a knife maker. I'm like, hey, man, whenever you want to do something, I'm there. Because, like, exactly he is saw. that guy that, you know, even though he doesn't have the experience base mm-hmm. or something, you know what I mean? It's drive. It's just that, that drive to be fucking good at what he does. Yeah. You know, and it, his, that his, is The so ability appealing. to execute. Yeah. And his is a, like is a different level with that guy. What yeah. I first saw, like we first saw at Cal, uh, New York Custom that year, was was great designs. It was nice it was with a couple stuff. of like the the glaring details that we just know from being from doing anal assholes. Yeah. The only doing, way you can yeah yeah whatever you could like, do it is or learn is to do it. Yeah, yeah, but it was like man, you got so much of the the design Basics. aspects of this Down, like that yeah. most other people flub and get like make a a really nice. This beautiful, Shitty beautiful something. knife that you pick it up and you're like, yeah, no. Yeah, it feels right. horrible. And so he yeah. got all the good stuff bad. right first, and then it's just been and and the rest of the the details that were like wrong or or whatever that we saw that they, they're the seat time things. Does that make sense? It's all com- yeah, yeah, it's, it's all it's coming. It's all hours. Right, right, right. Seat time. It was cool. Man, I That's was, a was, lot of it. It was cool to watch that guy in six months like make and a quantum leap. Yeah. Well, you know? every time we've gotten sure. stuff with him from him, he would be. It would be better than the stuff we had before. Yeah, right? and, and watching like it's like ladder rungs going up. Yeah, I remember yeah, you totally. at California Custom Show, just sitting there with a bunch of his stuff, and just like all you said was Doug. Like, and I'm like, this is Doug Ritter. It's like, yeah, keep watching this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like honestly, like just keep watching. And, like, it. and that yeah. was where I really got to sit and feel and hold like a bunch of different designs. It's always kind of funny when you're with the maker. I don't. know, Maybe I'm just insecure or something. But like, you don't want to fondle every knife of his. But if like Tommy's there and there's 15 knives, I'll just fondle every single one of them. Because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't get out of the conversation. And the so fondle factor. No, I'll just keep Tommy talking and talking and talking, yeah. and you, you know, can't walk away. But it was a moment where I got to sit and actually really check out the stuff rather than like. Talking to the personality, talking to get to know the person. Because uh, I'm also somebody that like hates to be on their phone when you're enjoying a moment. Like I'm not trying to take photos of it; it's in my back pocket. I think you're very similar like that. Huh. So that's kind of that if thing. If it's when not you an Instagram, someone. it didn't happen. And that's fair. I get that. No, but and and that was like kind of the first time I met him. So I love the support you guys are, are giving to him. And and uh, yeah, I hope he does listen to this podcast. And 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 Doug, keep it up because those are, those guys are fucking shout rad. Out. Attention to detail. Well, cool, like, I, I feel like I keep kind of bringing it back to like the cool things in this industry, but like that is a cool thing in this industry as well. Though so it takes a couple of people to get behind a person that you recognize talent and that you recognize ability in, and that might be all the difference it took for him to go from maybe I'll do this to like okay, cool, taking that step to doing it's it. You know, if the poor guy just got like the Instagram comment section and that's oh all God. he ever got fed back, He'd like that right dumpster away. fire. Yeah. I don't care who yeah. you are. You, like, it's you hard, man. Out. You don't read the comments. You don't read the comments. No, I, maybe Doug could push through that, yeah. but he's a better person than I am. Special you know? forces. You can go out there and kick I some cry all night. Too. Yeah. 
I cry in the shower because yeah. you don't hear tears fall in the shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's a song line I'm working on right now. It's going to be a country like song. I like it. Yeah, you got to have yeah. a minor chord. So. The question so is, is it a hot tragedy. shower or a cold shower? doesn't matter. Wherever tears fall faster. Yeah. <laughs> Some, yeah. <laughs> Which is obviously a hot shower. They always fall faster than a hot shower. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just cool, though. I mean, this it's it only takes one person. It only takes one thing to kind of like spur someone to, to get to that level but it's it's pretty cool that well, let me flip the script yeah, yeah. so I, I met this hippie kid that was kind of like i'm into art and music so at what point did uh what point did you did you uh become part of the uh the you talking fam? about me right there yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. long hair tim like, was he wearing sandals is that something? what you is that his nick is that for that time period in his life is long hair tim i would say so i knew him then we refer to to it a lot as the long hair days. Um, but sorry, specifically, what we're, we're getting out. Like, he's like, when did you stop being a pussy? When did you decide to get into knives? That's what he's saying. No, so like, I'm what sorry. what what flipped that switch? That because uh, it was you know, like, listen, you weren't hostile. You didn't go like, fuck knives. I don't give. No, a shit. yeah, I mean, but, I would but, show well, up and I would sell kind of like, like you are now. But, yeah, I wasn't spending every day like, in the shop. You're like, hey, I do some of the photography. I do. Right. You know what I mean? You weren't. You weren't like this is my thing. Yeah, right. right. I do this sometimes. This is kind of what it was back then. Yeah. No. So at what point did it become your thing? So the kind of moment that I started it at CRK is it, I was working at GC, Guitar Center, for Matt. He was my, my manager. and uh, Oh, Matt was – you were his boss? Store yeah. manager, baby. Yeah. I, oh, I quit really? Guitar Center yeah. to him, and he was going – and he had already quit, but it was one week into his two weeks. Have we told this story like a thousand times? Yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah, well, just, just, I've listened to all your. I didn't know he podcasts, was his boss. Yeah? Yeah, he totally. was my boss. Like, he, you wrote me up once, I think. Was it for being like two minutes late every day? Yeah, it, well, I think <laughs> it was. It was like, finally, I have the like, change your clock, bro. So, anyway, like, that's not the important part of the story. Is it, but, but, so, I was, I was working in Guitar Center. I'd just gotten back from going to Ewa, the Ewa show. Yeah. My, I think it was my second time with my folks. So, going out to Germany. Basically, like, didn't have to pay a dime in the sense that, like, it, you know, like, you're going out to company meals, you're having awesome German food, you're having awesome German beer, you're having, you, you know, like, it's two weeks of just awesome. And I was like, well, I could, I could talk knives and, like, make this my, li-. like, that, that, that thing started, like, bubbling up. So I got back home and it was the Monday, I think, or whatever the next day was uh, that I had to work at Guitar Center. I'd gotten up, made my coffee. And all this is going through my head of, I don't, I do not want to go into the, sh- the shop today. This, this sucks. Like, this is a dead end for me. And I, ro- I wrote out, like, basically my ideal job description on, like, this scratch piece of paper and took a picture of it and sent it to my mom. It was like, will you hire me? And she was like, yeah, like, whenever you want to start. You know? Yeah, but get a haircut. Yeah, she didn't even say that, which which makes my mom a total sweetheart. Yeah, she's so nice. <laughs> I keep my hair short. And so, like, I think within 24 hours, I went to Matt and like, and just popped in and said, "Hey, can I pop in your office real quick?" Hey, I'm I'm terribly sorry, but I'm putting my two weeks because I love Matt. Like, uh, he was one of the when best did, bosses I ever when had. Did was, you, did when did you? When huh? did you? Did go from Guitar Center to no? Or did you have something in between? In between because because I remember the first time I started talking to you is because you replaced someone uh-huh. at yeah. CRK. Yeah. But that was, you know, probably a year or so before I actually met you at, yeah, at yeah. G seven or whatever. It was the first time I ever. Uh-huh. Oh, G seven, yeah. Yeah, because because I knew your 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 prior at Shot Show, and then I met you at. 
Yeah, I dipped down in between. I was uh, at a place called Interstate Plastics for a couple of years, and it was basically a uh, distributor of raw materials in the plastics world. We Interstate Plastics oh, sold right. the yeah. micarta and the Ulta yeah, and the Chris right. Reeve knives. And so it was kind of funny. Tim gave his notice to me, and I was like, ordinarily I'd be bummed, but dude, I'm out too. You know, keep it on the down though, like right. no one knows. <laughs> right. And then like the next week, right. I'm at Interstate Plastics looking at all these accounts, and Chris Reeve knives is there. And right. I like found it, uh, texted what Tim, like, dude, what's your... What were Chris Reeve knives buying from Interstate Plastics? My card. My card and the Ulta. Uh, materials. Yeah, materials. we were just a raw, raw materials provider. And uh, I, I sent him an email like right away. I was like, hey, dude, we don't work together, but we kind of work together because yeah. I'm a plastics guy now, you know? And his boss and my it. old man go way back. So old like, Bob Humphreys. Yeah. yeah, forever. Way yeah. back. But it's funny, yeah. Like, I was in that job for uh, almost two years, basically, before Tim came and poached me. That was a cool gig because I got to go to, like, literally every single machine shop in the state of Idaho, western Montana, northern Utah, like, parts of Wyoming. Like, traveled all over the place doing, like, materials stuff with plastics. Um, But it's funny because, like, I remember a conversation with Tim right before Black Friday one year. We were talking about family businesses and he's like oh my folks have a business and he's like, oh cool yeah what's that and he's like oh they make knives they make knives he you know? like, was like very like under like well like, yeah but that's what you have to do yeah, it's kind of hard to they make knives, it's you know? kind of hard to like especially when you when, can't wear it on your sleeve when that, yeah. Yeah. especially when that company is in that kind of stature yeah totally you know it's yeah. hard to it's hard I, the I best had that on like a small level yeah. just kind of you know like from fam- family stuff too yeah. and it's kind of hard to like be like oh yeah well well, Did you let me know? tell you about me? Yeah. My dad. Have yeah. you ever heard of yeah. only invented, only pi- you know? Yeah. It's right. hard to do that. It was it's, all like, you know, it's easy underhanded to be like, oh, about you know. it. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, well, what kind of knives? Like, don't butter knives? He's like, what? And he, he gave me an Anundi, like a bottle of Anundi. It was like, a, a Tambutium Nundi. Yeah. It's like, a, I was like, oh, we make this. And I like opened it up and I like looked at that. And I was like, what does this cost? Like, oh, it's like 400 bucks. And I was like, you can have this. right, buddy. I can buy a knife for 10 bucks. You know, like one of those guys. I'm going to go to Walmart. But I looked at him and I was like, dude. You weren't actually Ozark really trail. like that. We were just like, but I was just like, whoa. whoa here you go. And hand it back. It back. Yeah. 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 You like didn't want to hold it after that. I was like, yeah. I got and I've got like tuck, I don't know, my shirt or pants. But it was just funny. I was like, dude, if my dad made plungers, I'd be excited to someday take over a plunger factory. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, That's you, your dad admiration. Makes, I was right? like, your dad makes this and you're selling accessories at Guitar Center? Like, yeah. what, the, what the crap are you doing, dude? And, like, yeah. you know, six months later, you quit. That so rattled. I quit, you know, but I was just like, hard. this is what Unreliable. you could be doing, and you're doing this instead? What? Yeah. Like, it was crazy, but. It yeah, rattled it my brain is, pretty hard. One of those things. How long have we been talking? But we're, it's been like seven hours. No, so we're, it's been like 20 we're an hour and a half. Yeah, we're an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, we're having fun. We still got. An we hour haven't even talked about, like, bullshit yet. It's better than the so much podcast. Oh, oh. Shots, fired. shots fired Mote's coming on Thursday It's not that bad Also you guys have to pee whatever As, as you've seen this is the most casual uh, I'm gonna go pee But I, I will um, I will answer your, your question there Of that mo- kind of moment where it clicked So Matt rattled my brain pretty hard there um, In When he said that Like you know if my, my parents had a plumbing company I would plunge turds like no one's business Right You don't have to whisper he's not here <laughs> you know, you know, him bad, you know like when you left, about. he was like, "Man, I hate that Tim guy." And we're like, "Oh no, yeah. Tim's the best." No, we were like, "We hate him too." And yeah. then now we're like, "We hate that Matt guy." Yeah, that Matt guy's yeah, fucking worse, right? Um, so yeah, I had this all figured out in my head a second ago. So no, actually, the the moment where it, so I, I joined the company and blah blah blah, but I kind of took a, a peripheral role. I came in and said, "Hey, I'll, I." I can do like photography, a little bit of website stuff. I can dabble. I can build like a marketing department. So I came came in and did that. So mar- the marketing department grew out of mom on on publisher, like making our brochure, and that was kind of it. Right. And like any communication, solid. 
So I do that just, but I drop it on my face in bed. Yeah, Phone totally, down. I'm totally. Yeah, or, I do that every every Chipotle. night. And just <laughs> yes. So so that was kind of my role, and, and I was trying to dabble in as as like least as I could. Um, but then it hit this point. It be, it hit this point. So my dad had he's retired now of the picture. Um, when I came into the company, and my mom had just just bought the company. They split. Um, for the for the better is a great, like great situation for for every all parties involved in the company and, and that. But we're trying to figure out this kind of new identity of of okay, so what's Chris Reeve knives without Chris Reeve, right? But you have Ann Reeve in it, and then you have like newcomer thumbsucker long haired Tim Reeve, big Tim, whatever. Yeah, he has to, to bad offer. boots Tim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bad boots Tim. And so you know, trying to figure that out with the, the personnel and the people that were around and. Um, I remember getting sat down, and I don't remember this was before or after I cut my hair, but I remember getting sat down in my mom's office by my mom, our financial ad- advisor, John Fail, who's a, a, a great at what he does, and, and like my old man respected him for what he did, and he respected my, my dad for what he did, right, in their respective fields, and another person in our company, and um, they looked at me and said, so are you going to take this on or, or what? Like, we need to know now. And it was that moment, like, What? Like I have to figure out the next thirty years right now, until you. And I just was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And so it took it. It like rattled my brain for a long, like many weeks. It really rattled my brain, and I was like, "Fuck, am I gonna be doing this?" I'm gonna be back and forth, and and then the more I thought about it, the more I said, "This is the only thing I really know. This is the only thing that my parents have ever done." It's a shame to wash it away. You know, like all that kind of stuff came together. And the more I get into it, the more I don't know how to do anything else. The more I don't want to know about anything else. Well, maybe fly fishing, but like I want to, I chew into every single part of our company as, as much as I can. And yeah, different things like ebb and flow. Like I, I've, I've definitely dove more back into the back of the shop and the machining side of things and, and the knife making side of things than I should probably I should be doing a lot more in the, the business and front end side of that. But I've had the blessing of having Matt come in and, and Yeah, and, Matt's got that. And so at what point take did care I of got your back down. Thank so you. So how did Matt become I'll you a later. part of it? <laughs> yeah. So so I took after what was it maybe a year? Yeah, it was a couple a year, year and a half into it or whatever. We went to lunch and I kept harping Tim. I was like, dude, Let's go to lunch, man. I can. I got a company card. Like wherever you want to go, I'll just buy your lunch. Dude. You're working for the plastics company. Yeah, yeah right? that was the outside sales guy, and that was like what Sweet you do. Card, by the way, was like, plastic. It was rad, dude. And it was like uh, the oh, the business cards were actually mm-hmm. plastic. That was really cool. Yeah, no, I thought um, it was super sick when I got. I thought you meant my Amex. I was like, yeah, what's yours? Oh, you have one of those. Oh, okay. Mine's a. This is made of solid twenty-four karat where's, where's the Chris? Where's does does Tim have a company card? No, actually, both of us don't. No, it's funny. Like what? Matt will probably get no. one before me, <laughs> which is a Matt's smart a idea. Responsible adult. <laughs> a smart idea, Ian. Yeah. No, it's funny. Um, but I was uh, bugging him forever. Like, this is a good lunch, dude. Like, it's Tommy. Don't worry about it. Man. So he finally took me up on it. I'm like, dude, let's and for go me, it lunch. was like sick, dude. Like, I get to uh, have an afternoon lunch with my boy. Yeah. I don't have to really worry about plastic stuff. We could talk for a minute, then it's just like hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had this you whole like lunch. I like my carter. Let's buy my carter sometime. Cool. Yeah, cool. Damn. Repeat cool. order. Yeah. Let's get some booze, dude. Yeah. It was uh, kind of like that. So we had this whole conversation, hanging out, catching up. At the end of it, like the check comes, and he's like, grabs it, and I'm like, dude, come on, like, I got the card. company come card. On. He's like, no, no. I was like, Tim, you're being an idiot, dude. Like, just give me the card. I got the bill, and he's like, well, I would, except for I want you to come work for me. 
<laughs> I was like, that's how I like pushed it to me. Dumbest we talked fish. about nothing for like two hours, and he's like, but I want you to come. Work All I made here. sure it's is like that a, I got it's like I got a, a cheese kid asking out his girlfriend, like you're asking out a girl. Yeah. So you like, go with me? Hey, uh, you want to go out? Hey, I got to home. Go home. I'll text me later. Bye. So was that awkward? Because like at 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 one point, like you're his boss, right? And now the guy that you're his boss is a, says, "Do you want to work for me?" Let me think. I wasn't a total asshole. That's good. You know, it's a good thing to not be such a dick that people never want to see you again or whatever. It was cool. I made him wait for it, dude. I played yeah. hard to get. Well, it was hard, yeah. dude. I am loyal That's to my employers. Which means almost you really to made me to wait for it. You made my like made mom yeah, and, and like the company wait. Everybody for else it. wait. Yeah. I, I yeah, like, move, I didn't man. know either way, but Makes I was like, you more. what they can't have, dude. Just like a Sabenza. Yeah, what they can't have. Blue. I felt like yeah. I wasn't waiting. Seashells are free. Yeah, dude. Well, no, it was, it was like I'm loyal to employers, like almost to a fault. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I just really like, like you, the guy you're talking about being a mentor to you, Bob Interstate was that to me. Yeah. Way yeah. before I worked at Interstate. He was yeah. a customer at a guitar center and would have me over to his house, oh, let me borrow so, his bases. Oh, okay. And so this guy was already like a mentor to me, this yeah. other guy that I worked for. And then I was only there for like a year and a half or two years. And, and then you like, abandoned him. You didn't leave Guitar Center to go to Interstate for like, just cause it was like it was you're, gonna, of Bob. you're progressing yeah, your and career. then you're, and then you abandoned you're, Bob. I did, yeah. dude. I felt bad. Bob, I already yeah. feel bad, Tommy. You don't have to look at me like that and dude. say that. Right there. It was like, hard. We fuck both off, actually, we both apologized. To I, Bob. Just, I, I apologized seriously to like it was one of those like dumb things that I sit there and make make a pro cons list with my wife, dude. I was getting like an ulcer over the decision. I want to go play with nice all day, Bob. Well, to me, it was like I could do this thing. And the, I was hired at that position at that company to become the manager someday. Like it wasn't like you're just nuts. Like the idea right. from Bob was like, you'll take over for me. And he kind of put his neck out there and got me this gig. And I, yeah. I slayed it when I was there. Like when I was he doing, did. I was there. Like I made sure we always talk about fading your wages at Guitar Center. Like that's yeah. when you make more than what you, than, cost. Than you cost and you get a commission check, you know, yeah. everything I've ever done since then, I think of like that, you know, like, and so I sat there forever and wrote down all the accounts I found, all the money I made what I was getting paid. I made sure that like, if I was going to leave interstate plastics, I made those guys money before they, before I dipped out on those guys, you know, like, and not only is it money, but money that will come in forever more as long as they don't yeah, like yeah. mess yeah, something the, up, you know, the, yes, the exponential, the residual. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I sat there and made sure like when that was all good and we were in the black there, I was like, okay, I could do this. I wouldn't feel too bad about it, you know, and made like a pros and cons list, you know, but it was a, you know, it was a good decision ultimately. It's like I could go. How many people can say they get to go work for a place that makes the best of its thing in the world? Yeah. And that wasn't like Tim being clever, like talking to me marketing wise. That was like my own research, like looking at yeah, you your website. Into it. Yeah. Like looking at all this stuff, like going all yeah, over the don't place. Buy the like pitch dog. Trying to figure it out. You know, Did I show you a knife when, when I asked you to work for me? No, dude. No, I made funny. sure that like, you had a beer and a burger down, and I was like, he knew, he "That's knew what my heart right there." Yeah, yeah that's how you like, do it. Uh, yeah. I just know I play the character, man. Yeah, but that's it was funny. like <laughs> it was a hard, it was a really hard decision for me because I was yeah. taking care well, of it. It's funny. Well there, it's like know? I made the joke earlier, but like how many times you guys, you know, you're on, you talk to customers or people all the time, right? You yeah, know, you're you're front of house. Yeah, right. Right. And it's how many times you go, "Oh yeah, you get to play with nice all day, man." You get that a lot? Oh, at the shop? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, every person who walks in, monkey head, just like, oh, you, oh, this, I want to work here. I mean, this is my, this is the greatest job. You play with nice all day. Yeah, that's what it is. Totally. Uh, well, the guys at <laughs> the shop, they're like, oh, have fun in your vacation. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Your vacation to Blade Show. I'm like, you want to come? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You yeah, want to go, go knock two years off your life because you of the stress of Blade Show? Even, yeah. Even every my wife. Year. So I've been uh, married since 95. Whatever. I'm not good at math. Um, and so it was, it would it was there was always kind of this thing when you'd go to a show it was kind of like eh, 
you know, like, oh, well, you get to go hang out, right? With you all know? Yeah, your there's a certain amount and of. Then, so as the kids got older, she became more and more part of the business, right? right. And then she she started going to these shows. And uh, and then she's trying to buy tequila danger. shots at 2 o'clock no, in the morning. But, like, all of a sudden she's she realizes, like, like, oh, wow, this is actually exhausting. work knocks yeah. your shit like, out. this is actually exhausting, you know? I always feel bad because after sitting like a whole day it's at a not, show, I like the last thing I want to do at the end of it is go talk to people. Is go hang and out. That's why yeah, I right. hang out with go you guys. Socialize. And yeah, I always I feel mean, bad. Like, what's wrong well, with that? A, I'm just like, we're oh, an exception. Just, I've said okay. 70 billion words today. Like, I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you have to totally. go like afterwards and turn it on. Oh, hey, Tommy, you look great. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes, no, yeah, exactly. no, no, no. You don't you look as fat. But. Well, Tommy, I mean, you look funny. great in the pit every year. Yeah, but like Tommy. That I've never seen. I always look good. You know. So uh, I'll sing the praises of Tommy a little bit before uh, before the guillotine drops. He's still fat, but uh, no. you gonna lose some weight that way. The thing is, is uh, uh, like when when I was, you know, the thing that made me decide to hire Tommy is because I'm I'm less concerned about what people's experience or knowledge base is rather than an attitude, right? Isn't that kind of and what we were talking about in the car when exactly. you asked my mom yeah, about, yeah. like, how do you totally. get personnel? How do you, do you get, get yeah, because hey, Tim, Hey, Tim, he's talking good things about me right now, so shh. Yeah, Sorry, and, I'm not trying so to. It hasn't happened you know, yet. I'm talking to Tommy, and, and he, you know, he's talked about his transmission blew up in his Honda, right? And, uh, and, he, and he said, Clutch. well... And he and, won't stop talking about it. And, and so he's not a gearhead, right? He's not a guy that like is like inherently, you know, like cars are my thing. You know what I mean? Um, and he said, "Well, like I looked at it like I was going to buy a new transmission anyway." Right. Um, so, well, fuck it. I'll see if I can fix this one. Right. So, like, okay. here's this thing. He's never. You know, he's not inherently. Uh, like, if I a fuck it up, guy, I'm still gonna have to buy one. Like, I'm. I'm already down. Like, I'm already gonna have to buy a transmission anyway. Well, I might as well see if I can fix this one. I gotcha. And so, here's a guy that like took something that he doesn't have I- any inherent affinity for or experience base with, but right. kind of like, hey, let me see if I can climb this mountain. You know what I mean? And that's a very hard thing. Like, that mindset is a very hard thing to quantify, right? Or teach. Because, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, even if you teach somebody to be a firefighter, right? Right. You're not going to be able to teach them for every scenario of a no, fire. No, you know what I'm no. saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so you want the, the, the problem-solving ability or even just the, the mindset of, all right, well, fuck it. I'll figure out a way to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. here's the worst case scenario. I'll figure out a way to. I'll get elbows deep, and then, like, we'll see like, what happens there. Yeah, yeah we'll so, check in later. Dude, give me a Haynes manual. I'll try anything on a car until I break You know, it's funny. And, and yeah, I bring was, up the Haynes manual. And, yeah. but, but, so we say that a, a, a lot about, like, um, um, new cars. People in our company, or, 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 people that you hire for, for quality and, like, keen eye and, and, and attention to detail, like, that's a lot of what we hire for, and I'd rather have somebody that's so fucking nitpicky and asks you on every single little, like, no, that was actually a piece of dust, and they're like, oh, shit, you know, but they found it. Like, you can teach someone to roll back, but you, it's really hard to Right, to make them start to, figure, to see notice they that, never that see. scratch or not scratch. They'll never yeah. see that in their lifetime, yeah. and they'll just, you know, it's really hard to teach that. Now, we've, we've done that to a degree, but, like, we, we talk about that a lot, right? Yeah, totally. No, it's one of those things. I mean, there's the, certain people that just kind of have it. You know, we, we talk about it quite a bit, but, like, 
guys like you, guys like you, people that will do something and rise to the occasion versus somebody like we were talking about before, almost kind of bringing it back, that might be totally comfortable doing a certain kind of job forever because right. it affords them to do what they want to do outside of work. Right. Then there and are people have, in their professional lives that like don't want to do that. Like they yeah. have to be doing better. They have to be moving up. They have to be moving and in a direction. we have both types in our 45 people. Totally. And you love the people that want to come in and do the same thing. Even if it's like boring every day, they're a great employee and a, a perfect person to have they're around. They're your pistons and your engine, man. But I'm the kind of person that's like, man, if yeah, I, I was mean, at a job where like I couldn't move forward, well, I don't dude, want to be that there. Was, that was, I don't the biggest, there. That yeah. was the biggest thing about Intel was for me it wasn't the money i was making because i was making good money to me it's the limitation that uh it's the upside right like it's the fact that like fuck i want to move at this pace mm -hmm. but this this mechanism that i'm involved in only allows me to work at that pace right you know right and like who do we meet today that 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 complimented me on 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 the photographs uh uh, oh, it Mike. was uh, Mike Sperry. Yeah. yeah. Our inlay guy. Yeah, and awesome. it was like... Yeah. Dude, super nice. Like, it was super flattering. Yeah, he goes, like, every awesome time voice. I'm trying to save, like, one of my inlays or my graphics or something that I did over in the past, like, I grab a monkey. I literally... He literally yeah. goes... He types in Google Images, whatever, and then, like, he saves the monkey edge photo to his, his like, folder. He's never met you guys. He's never, like, shopped on your website. I don't know if he's ever been to your website. I think I pushed him there the first time, maybe... That's the first thing he says to you when he meets you. No, and that's like, it's, you know, part of me, because of my kind of like weird white trash, low self-esteem is kind of like a shame. But like part of me is like, like. It's cool watching him get all red faced. You know, like, because like. I, I, I don't know. You know, I'll just like, shoot him. Because it's like, I'm, you know, I always want to push. Like no pitcher is ever good enough, right? Like right. there's no, like, I never go like, oh, well, fuck that. That pitcher's awesome. I go like, oh, fuck could have done that you know i could have caught yeah. that texture on that stone wash better yeah. every like, once in a while yeah every now the very great every now like tommy will attest every now and then i go tommy look at this fucking picture i and fucking admittedly he fucking killed it like no like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah like, and you hit yeah. it like you have to have some of those like when people say they never see success is like i don't believe you like sometimes you go bang i got it but the, but then the that's two percent of the 98 percent of the time you're wanting like, to push and that was the thing about being in a corporate environment was like Yes, you were rewarded because obviously a guy that pushes is going to get more advances, more promotions, more raises or something else. But there was still a limit to that. You still only got reviewed once a year. You right. know what I mean? And and to me, it was always like, fuck, man, I want to be able to I, like constantly pushing, you know, it, because I'm so fucking extreme, right. both positive and negative. Like if I'm going to yeah. drink like. All right, well, fuck it. I'll drink. I'll drink a bottle. You know what yeah, I mean? Let's get but after like, you. if I'm this gonna get good. healthy, like I'm gonna I'm gonna run until I puke. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's not exactly healthy, but that kind of drives what we do. And you know, in terms None of difference, of what between, we do has to be entirely healthy. I mean, there's a lot of what made what my old man did to make the company as what it is. That wasn't entirely healthy all the time. No, but because you hear a lot of like, past those yeah, what do you know about what Chris Reeve? Well, Chris is Chris, and I'd go, oh, yeah, all right, well, there you go. Yeah, and like like you talk to Mark and Curtis being uh, former Green Berets. Like, you want to say that the entire stint of what they did was fucking healthy? 
No, but they got fucked up backs and fucked up knees and fucked but, up everything. But you know, Mark and like, Curtis are another men, perfect you know, example. Is like, and this is not meant as disrespect at all. I never right. had any desire to carry Spartan blades. Right. That has nothing to do with the product. No, just like I, it, I never right. had any desire. I met Mark and Curtis and talked like, for those guys with like for three hours, or four hours, or something. When can I place my order? And I said, I don't give a fuck what those guys do. If yeah. those guys made oven mitts. <laughs> I would want to be involved with them. They'd be tactical they, oven mitts, dude. No, like because they are so brass case. dialed in. They are such smart and 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 just badass dudes. Talk about a dynamic duo of like yin and yang with yeah, those oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, because you know, yeah. like Mark is kind of like the chaos, and Curtis is kind of the. Uh, uh, the methodical or something. And Which Marcus, is so funny because like you, f- then you flip them around because Mark's the accountant brain. And Curtis is the fucking creative. creative. Yeah, he's the yeah. creative so type. I was going to say, I see it the opposite. Like, Marcus, the guy that's like, nope, can't buy that. You know, and Curtis is like, oh, okay. Right. Like, they just <laughs> yeah. throw this, like, oh, they, but, 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 like, there's multiple per- personalities in their personalities. And they. But, like, I was so impressed with them after after hanging out. And, 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 and I was like, I don't give a fuck what those guys do, man. Yeah. If they made fucking toothpicks, you'd, you'd be buying. That's the person. You bought another brand of the. Tommy of, would be sending POs. Guys. Hell yeah, yeah, because I was like, those guys, like again, just like Doug at the at the smaller level, post up. Like if I'm gonna fucking bet on somebody, mm-hmm. like I'll bet on those guys. You know, like I want to be involved in what they're doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I want to yeah. be. Yeah, just in the corner. Just, just like, we're gonna get the most comments on this one about food. Oh I'm my god, I can't listen to your podcast anymore it. because. But half an hour into it, uh, the almond incident happened, and yeah, it was, was just like, downhill from there. Already start Fuck choking on nuts again. Hey, will the almond the incident. Door? I ordered Chipotle. Are they here? Do they have that kind of tracking? Marissa was downstairs, um, I, and I told her I ran downstairs. I was like, "What are you doing? Like, just come up the grill food. Like, do what you want. Everything is going into the mics. If there's a little background noise." I don't care. It's, it's my cool. podcast. Oh, arriving so. in five minutes. Oh yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah. We'll get it. Totally fine. But um, I'll keep an eye. I can see that. We I did kick Cece back inside because she kept trying to eat one of my eat trees. trees. Yeah, we're fucking that tree ridiculous. up, dude. She made some progress. Nothing. You today. know what you need to do? Run a mic into the uh, the bathrooms right there. Run it into Just the Just run bathroom. it right there. So you I was kind of concerned never, that you guys it, right? could hear me pee because I could hear you talking out here. Yeah, well, I almost cracked oh, that's what, Like, hey, Matt, you have anything to contribute? Up, how many, how many uh, cases of somebody's been labbed up and they go to the bathroom and they're like, oh, you know, yeah. Joey Behart's such a cunt, you know? Totally, <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Labbed up. Uh, that, that's that's going to be my next term for throwing a lavalier on somebody. By the way, the Boise Guitar Center is the smallest guitar center I've ever been to. Cool. I'll take the smallest, huh? Store yeah, number two five one, baby. Ah. Do you, well, they put those uh, they put those lesson spaces in there. So where those lesson yeah, those spaces weird are? Cubicle, like yeah, solitary I, confinement I, at cells. First I looked at it. I'm like, <laughs> what are these things? That used to be days in the hole. That used yeah, to be so the, are accessories. These the that used to be my department. Dude. used to stand, and they literally in those black boxes. I used to stand in a bar top, like an endless bar top of like guitar pedals, and yeah, uh, yeah. that's where the magic happened. It was it. Yeah. What else did I sell? Uh, uh, strings pickups they'd use uh, no, like that I kind of wanted but y'all have like fun old jobs what about the uh, uh, that's uh, Ernie Ball man what about that uh, Ball Family Reserve all gold all gold guitar when you walked up would have been like top left I didn't see it it was a Ball Family Reserve Ernie Ball 
Probably a Petrucci oh. model, if I was guessing. It's a Petrucci. Oh, it's oh, yeah, the Petrucci. Yeah, dude. John Petrucci. Dream Theater. Petrucci. Dream Theater. Yeah. Better. Old Shreddy Krueger. Shreddy yeah. Better, baby. I'm just going to yeah. go out there and say the Ernie Ball guitars are some of the most underrated guitars on the market. Yeah. Well, I, I They're known for basses. Stingrays. I'm a Stingray man myself. Mm-hmm. I got a Stingray 500. But it's in interesting that you yeah. say that, though, because, like, I think a lot of. The thing is, is like the psychology behind the EDC world. It's no different than human psychology and other things, right? Yeah, no. Like, so I I was telling Tommy about like uh, John Cruz, who was one of the founders of the Fender Custom Shop, right? Yeah. And it was like, oh, man, if you have a John Cruz built custom shop, you know, a master built John Cruz guitar, it's like this big fucking deal. Yeah. And then John Cruz goes and starts his own guitar company. Who cares? The, the, the Nobody. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Right? And, like, uh, but what's weird about Ernie Ball and Music Man is that, that uh, and, th- and that's where you get to the emotional aspect. Because if you look at it on um, pragmatic or, or quantitative parameters, mm-hmm. there, there should be, you know what I mean? Like the... Uh, well, fucking um, Eddie Van Halen, had, yeah. You know, went uh, went to um, you know went to Music Man originally. Yeah. Well, I get like I can nerd out on this forever, but like the Stingray bass, which is Ernie Ball Music Man's like claim. Oh to fame, yeah, that that's a Leo Fender design. Yeah, right. Leo Fender right. thought he was dying, sold this company because he didn't want to leave his wife a guitar company. Signed a ten-year non-compete because what's ten years if you're dying? Finds out later on, bad diagnosis. He lived to be in, like into his late eighties or whatever. By and the then interim, fuck, that was a bad deal. He Cocktail. designed the Stingray bass for uh, for Ernie Ball, uh, and then you know, everyone kind of talks like compares the two, like a Stingray versus a P bass or a jazz. But they're different beasts. Well, yeah, they are, but they're all Leo Fender designs. Like all the basses that I have, I've, I'm like, oh, yeah. admittedly a Leo Fender whore. I don't care if he touched it; it's good enough for me. I'm a Strat guy. Like like so earlier we were talking about that kind of like. You like Fender, you like Gibson, whatever. There's a lot of stuff that I like, but I'm a, I grew up with a Strat. I still have this. I've only ever bought one electric guitar, though I've sold a lot of them, and I never worked in a guitar department. Huh. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I've fallen in love with, and, there, and there's there's things out so there. So Matt was like, Tim, your performance been's good, but you know your lunch breaks are a little long. Now what it was for Tim was we had to unlock the door in the morning at the front of the store. Yeah. The operations office and the tills were the farthest that they could be from the front door. Like upstairs, Ups- like I was there was amazed. like a it was like a split level in the back. Like it was this weird building, you know. It's like the and every factory. fucking day, I would get in there and open up the doors at nine o'clock or whatever. And everyone's there, but Tim, I fucking shut the gate, mm-hmm. lock it back up, go back upstairs. And by the time I made it all the way back upstairs, the phone's ringing. Hey, dude, I'm here. And then like, I got your cell and so it's ninety like seconds earlier, and I could have avoided this walk. And he That's why I'm getting fat. Yeah, he was. He was. He was looking out for you. He was. Like, he I'm getting I wish I had now, someone dude. like that in my life. I wouldn't be so fat. Yeah, dude. I tried to get you to ruck with me, which is funny because like all the skinny Baby guys steps. at the shop didn't really care. But if Fitzgerald, like if I did that to Fitzgerald, he'd give me so much shit. Oh, my my Chipotle's arriving. Excuse me. All right, Brady, no, check it, it out. We'll be right back. Sweet. Nah, nah we're doing good. Because should we cut this off? No, it's Chipotle. It's up to you. I mean, we're having some shit. I mean. I mean, I, w- I had a trivia, or I had a fun fact for you guys you mentioned. Okay. Head it up. Head it up. Do you fun know my fact. middle name? I Tommy. mean, no one, no one will care about this at all. This is zero content, zero. 
Uh, there's zero value to Tommy this Tommy Lee Lethem. No, it's Edward. Tommy Edward Lethem. Named after. That works. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Life industry. Come on. Snowden. <laughs> you just you just said his name. Talking about guitars. Oh, Van Eddie Halen? Van Halen? Yeah. No. Your middle name is Van Halen? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We've oh got Shreddy Vetter himself in the house right yeah. tonight. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And as dude. I told, Jesus as I was Christ. talking to Tim earlier. Was it your mom or your dad that my pulled mom. that move? Oh. They both, both, yeah. both, Van awesome. <laughs> both Van Halen fans, but so my mom. So can we meet your mom? Oh, yeah, sure. She's cool. You'd like her. Cool. But, um, so, like, as I was telling Tim yesterday, I've tried to learn three musical instruments. Okay. I have rhythm in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I have rhythm in my head. I got like I can sit there and think like, man, I can think of a song that'd be shredding, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does not translate. So it does not get out of my head. Was this but, like a premeditated middle name? Was it like months before? Oh my mom my mom or was it because you about your music. When, well, they, well, when, you, when she was giving birth it was an eruption. No, I I uh, <laughs> 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 sorry. Wow 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 Dude, the next <laughs> no. time, the next time that we're like in line at USN trying to get in, and you're like 10, 15 people back, and I, it's everyone like Tommy Brady. I'm gonna be like Shreddy Vetter. Shreddy Vetter. Tommy Van Halen. Yeah. Well, and you know the in the the less fun. I mean, it's still cool. It's still cool, but it shows you how unimaginative, imaginative my parents are. Unimaginative. Okay. Yeah. You who I was named after my first name. Tommy Lee Jones. No. Okay. Tim, guess. Tommy Bahami. Please. <laughs> Thomas What's Edison. A, I mean, that's kind of cool, but who's the coolest Tommy you know? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me back I already up. said Tommy you Lee might Jones. Be, no, you said, uh, you see Tommy Lee Jones? Thomas yeah. the train engine. It wasn't Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. It's uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. That was my. That's my namesake. My mom really liked like Quigley Down Under or something. I no, fair movie. enough. It like, is a good. It is a good. Well, you get that name, my mom, my mom would have gone off of that. My mom, on, yeah, hundred percent. My mom would have thrown a Tom Selleck out there. Yeah, yeah. I take that as a compliment. I was yeah. almost named Neil. Mm. You totally are Neil. Tim's better. than They missed Neil. the mark on that one, dude. Rolling in with the Chipotle. 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 Chipotle Miller. Chipotle Miller. A funny story about Miller before he comes back. So, okay. uh, so like like a year ago, Chipotle on their Instagram like featured some guy who came to a store like three hundred days or a year straight or something, you know, and and the local store gave him like a shirt with his name on it, like a Chipotle shirt with his name, blah blah blah. Brady Miller has eaten more Chipotle than anyone in the world. Really? Like at least on average, at least once a day wow. for the last I don't know how many because of the gluten. Yeah, but so, like, but like, but that's I mean, on average, once a day, or I should say, at a minimum, once a day. But Generally, yeah. on average, twice a day, for I don't know, like ten years. Brd, like, does he get a lifetime consumption award? How does that work? But, he, but but the point being is, they they made a big hoopla about you know whatever some you know oh I eat three hundred sixty five days in a row, you know kind of guy. Really, but Brady's even like yeah I've eaten. Four thousand times in the last <laughs> like four years. Give us a lifetime uh, he has, achievement. He award. literally has like on his. You know how on your phone you got like the different albums for the pictures. Uh, I'm start sending. He has him an Chipotle album for Chipotle's he's been to. Every time he goes to a Chipotle and it's the first time, happened yesterday. Yeah, takes a picture of it. I've never been to this one. It's got a little album of all their Chipotle's. I mean, for That's Chipotle, great. but they yeah. dissed him. 
Is this a still? Is I hope, this, I hope that somebody from Chipotle like listens to this this humble podcast. You need to go find and understands that and this, get him a cool jersey like this, that, like that one dude. This he's bag literally right on. He's literally at the podcast right now eating Chipotle. The podcast, the dude. podcast, podcast. We're pouting. The podcast. Chipotle. <sighs> well, what else we got to cover here? We've been listening to Brady talk a lot. You know, we have. Talk about cool stuff. What, what kind of cool stuff you guys want to talk about? You know, here's, know. here's something. Run- you've talked about this in yeah. the past uh-huh. on other ones. So uh-huh. I briefly mentioned about, like, you know, I met Tim at USN for the first time in person, right? Mm-hmm. I talked to him on the phone, met him at USN, you know, briefly talked to him. You talked to me on the phone? Sorry, Matt. No, I'd never talked to you on the phone. Oh. I talked to you the first time at a USN or something, or maybe it was at Rick's thing. Oh, I, I think I talked, talked to you to before. Tim. Sorry. No, I no, met sorry. Matt. So I talked to Matt okay, a few yeah. times, yeah, yeah. met him at USN for the first time in person, uh-huh. and then the uh, the you know we went to the Rick Hinder 30 mm-hmm. yeah, party. Yeah, the, the dirty 30. And you've talked about the little shoot-off thing. Oh, yeah. And I will yeah. 100% own up to him. Like, this guy, we're a fucking Boise guy, like Boise guy. Like, yes. He's fucking, he's going to be like, oh, I'm yes. going to shoot. Yeah, I want to shoot too. Can I play the shooting game? Can I shoot too? And two? he goes and rocks it. Dude. I lost I lost first round because I was against Brady, and Brady's a good shot. Oh, that, and you he guys took had me head down. To head we were right. Head. Yeah, hey, don't get too confident there. I got more shoot off stories to talk about. Somebody's and, witnessed this. Dude, and, I and, forgot about the. And early so part. I, I was out of the running, right? Brady took me down. He did, you know. He was good. I went. I went hyper mode. Missed everything. Whatever. Huh? You huh? know, I sucked. Huh? But I, I, I remember watching Matt like round after round, just ding, 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 done, dude, huh? and just be Matt like, slated. I was and proud the, of and that. And the coolest thing oh. about it was, not once was he like, you know, celebratory or anything. He was just like, done shooting. Put his gun down. Put it on the table. Very like, humble. Huh? Locked Idaho off, down. Just real cool. He's like, you know, it's like, yeah. But in the you could see like, yeah, Which right. he should have got like a tequila shot every time because that you're that shooting would have been prowess. Fun, I would have won. If I got that, that would have been a fun game. Yeah. Yet an irresponsible oh. game. Highly irresponsible. Dude, Ann was funny because I was going twice, to shoot. Think twice. podcast is not condone condone drinking and shooting. Shooting and drinking. No, it was funny because I was like, I'm gonna get a beer, and Ann was like, No, this is a Rick's place. You're not having a beer and shooting. I was like, okay. I mean, it wasn't geez. quite like that, but it was it on. Felt really? like that. It felt like that. She and then, like, bo- Lloyd was sitting was there. down to party later. Fifth of whiskey as he's, like, well, shooting No, guns. she's responsible. She didn't want to shoot and drink. She was right. As soon as the We're, shooting she was, was done, right. we tried to feel it everyone out. Everyone had a good time. She I didn't... even felt bad about, like, having some jungle she was juice. Right. And, she and was I right. opted out of not shooting because I had some jungle juice from Derek from I could... Still Flame. I could feel the people shit talking to me though, as I was because I had long hair at the time. Oh no, you! I had long hair. That's why I wanted to mention. Had skinny black jeans on and long hair, and everyone was like, "Well, that's why I brought it up because I wanted to corroborate the story." Cool. That. Thank you. Yeah, you were treated like shit. I was a little bit. People. The first round was the shakiest treated round. Like shit. Yeah, yeah. At, people at treated like party. shit. Just well, it was funny because no, Mike was like, no, "Okay, this were, is a go." You were disrespected. Like, you were you were discriminated against. I was, dude. They I was judged. That you were a hipster Boise guy. Yeah, first person from Idaho like, yeah, to be right. judged, dude. And but you shot like against. a champ. There was some like whistle pig massacres. Yeah, and I, in these I parts back in my day. You, yeah, you said the 100%. story a bunch. So we won't yeah. go into it. But the guy who beat you, Lloyd. Yeah, all yeah, Lloyd. MYPD. He, he shot. He Dude, shot good. Big, you know, big bottom you dip. You cannot, cannot be ashamed for losing. Well, I thought about it a lot, and then we'll go back to a hinder event. We didn't go last this year. We didn't go last year. We'll go this year. And I know what I did. I know what I did wrong. I yeah, we're going back this next year. I still yes. remember, like, I just want to put in. Lloyd put his gun down and looking at you. It's just like a big lower dip. Just like, 
I watched that egg explode. I, I gave myself one extra here. second. So I yeah, just I'm went out to. and met my uh, DoorDash driver for my Chipotle. Yeah, how was it? It's a great big fat girl, which was fine. Politically correct. Right. <laughs> but she had, she had she like, drives uh, for the food, like stretch chunking. pants on. <laughs> Right? She has stretch pants on. Stretch pants is, are like leggings. Which is fine. No, like, I don't know. What's Yoga the pants? difference? Stretch pants. Yeah. But the stretch pants had, like, various popsicles on them. Like, popsicles, creamsicles, bomb pops. Were they different <laughs> sizes? Yeah. yeah. This and is I was where like, we're going. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I was like, out of all the stretch pants you could buy and, and wear, like, like it would be ironic if you had like a if you were built like Kate Upton, you know what I mean? You know, and you're like, and there's right. like chili dogs on it. Yeah, like I got the stretch pants with the popsicles, but I'm like you're a great big fat woman, and you got the stretch pants with the with the various. I only own popsicles one shirt on with there. a pizza on it. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. I keep it low key. Yeah. <laughs> what did yeah. you want her to have? Like the freaking lettuce wrap ones or what? Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I'd go for plain colors. I'd go for solids. Just black. Just straight up black. It's yeah. just fucking positive. Yeah. Oh, Jesus I can tell you from experience that uh, spandex, when stretched far enough, becomes transparent. Okay. My first job was working at a water park. Mm. Dude, there were some big ladies in that water park. Big ladies. I'm, I'm going to cover up with my I spandex. felt like wrapping this podcast up. It might be, the the time. Dude, <laughs> it might be the time. No, no, no. Before we do, because I want to talk about shoot-offs. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, so I shoot a little bit. I'm sure you know, something better to talk bit. about. Let's go. And he's thinking I'm going to go and talk about the three times I beat him in a row at shootouts, but I'm not going to talk. I'm about not bringing it. that up. I'm not going to talk about. It. We're gonna we're gonna mutually hate on someone, not hate, but just have fun with it. So we have a buddy of ours, Jason Burden, Airlo Precision, Jason, who is a fantastic shot. You know, you builds guns. builds that, some is that of, one the, of the Jasons that makes sense. He builds, yeah, he yeah. built some of the best 1911s That's what you're telling me on earlier. the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, Barton. Mm-hmm. Like, Buy one from know, Jason. He <laughs> makes makes an amazing gun. And Jason's, like, training ethos, whatever, is, you know, very defensive, practical, which is cool. You know, and he's and he's done, and he does competition as well, and he's, a you know, he's a good shot. So me and Brady have this thing, though, because Jason shoots all the time. And Jason's a better, he's a better shooter than me or Brady. You know, we can admit that. But every once in a while, the stars align, or we just have a good day. And all we really care about anytime we're shooting at the, a match, right. while Jason's also shooting, is just beating Jason. We could be we it's could be about first competing place. for last. It yeah. could be like it the last matter. three and just as long ducking as and dodging. I, or, you know, whoever. Just Even like, if it's for a stage. So you guys are yeah, all kind matter. of on yeah, par. Yeah, it could be one stage of the match. As long as we beat him at something. It's like you won It's just like, day. oh, yeah, You're you good. shoot a lot, don't you? Huh. That's cool. I mean, me and Brady, we're busy a lot with work, but you we know, sell that's knives. Cool. Like we sell gun thing every once in a while. We sell shit for a living, yeah, but we, we shoot for casual. Time. We don't get to shoot as much, you know. But that's cool. You did a good job, bud. Yeah, oh, I love you that. Know? So it's nice. it's a it's a fun. And we went in, uh, and it was a class that Jason was co-teaching, by the way. And at the end of the class, you know, me and Brady show up because we're like, yeah, we don't want to do all that boring stuff. We want to go to the fun day and just like show up unannounced with all these paying customers and just like get in the way. And so at right. the very end of the day, it's it, Jason and my dad were teaching it, and uh, they do a shoot-off, you know? So, every, you know, a ladder, just like the kind of standard, like, By single way, elimination ladder. Your dad is Rob Latham, who's the Michael Jordan of handgun shooting. Oh, Robbie, baby. Yeah, anyway. He shot a couple rounds. Doesn't matter. I feel like the, if I met a guy, I would not call him Robbie, baby. Yeah, I'm an all-right shot. I'm no, I'm no world champion. I don't get a 
shoot as much as I would right. like to, but you know, I'm I'm a decent shot. I'm not going to say I'm not. Yeah, I can't turn on a lathe know? like my old man either. So yeah, you know, but I'm I'm a decent shot. But like, so we have this. Uh, Both of you guys are going to have this pressure being like the children. Well, that's of what legends. I said earlier when he's like when he's like selling the whole the whole company thing. Oh, you know, we make knives. I'm like that's what I'm like I get it. I don't like to like show up like oh yeah you know oh you shoot like shot. yeah you know I shoot you know my dad's all yeah. right yeah I don't talk about it you know but so so they do like a ladder elimination. Right. Shoot off. And just so it happens, it's like a random poll. They basically, they had some like fake stages set up throughout the day. And they took the best from each stage and kind of like put them in order. And I was the best at one of them or something. So it, it inevitably let me, by chance, the first round was me and Jason. Or maybe sure. it was the second round. I don't know. Like no, it was the second to, round. The yeah, first you, round, I, I, it was it was no contest or something. In a roundabout sort of way. And you the were second up round Jason. was me and Jason. Yeah, it really was like by chance. Roundabout sort of way. And I beat him. You know, and and you know, and you Were know, you like shocked, like no, 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 because me, and I'm a good shot. Jason's a good shot, and you know, sometimes right. just how things work. You know, right. just it's like any sport. Oh yeah, you and get the one, the one You know, he's day. a better yeah. shot than me, but sometimes it just Sunday. works. However, it works. The funny thing is, though, the shoot off had a specific course of fire, or whatever you know, you had to complete. You know who set up that course of fire? Jason Bird. You know who just totally trounced him at that course of fire? Bobby Leatham. Tom Leatham. Oh. So big shout out, dude. So we're gonna we're gonna have to. He has a traveling trophy with his buddy. You know, every time they do a shoot off, uh, yeah. Who also beat Jason Byrne. Um, but I uh, I'm gonna have to get one too because oh, get it because as far as I'm concerned, the way the way mine my mind works, <laughs> the last thing I did is the the greatest thing. Like you yeah, know, like 100%. like you know, whoever won the last World Series is Tops. the Tops. best MLB of all right? time. Until you know, the they next do one. until the next one. The trick is, see what those those baseball players don't ever figure out is you just never play another one. Be like, yeah, we're done. And then I'm just never going to challenge Jason again, and I will. I will die dude. the king. Yep, put on top. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a Jerry. It's a fun that Jerry drive joke that was he's driven, talking about guys or, like huh? the movie Drive the Olympics, or, driven or whatever. You know, gold medal is this guy, racers. and like second place was like this far away. Oh, I never heard of him. Like yeah. one of those kind of yeah. things. Yep. Yeah. You know yep. what they say about second place? First loser, baby. First loser, baby. Yeah. So Marissa is the best at saying that shit to like whoever's in second place. It doesn't matter where it, whatever competitive sport. She's like, yep. First loser. Yeah. Like, oh, super trooper here. Super troopers. I love it. Hey, Matt. I love it. Uh-huh. So I, I, I actually subscribe to your podcast and I listen cool. to it. Cool. Right? I even listened to, to number 10 because. Matt's got a podcast? No, uh, this Wait, podcast. you listened to it before you got here? Yeah, I've listened to all of them. No, Mine is 10. I haven't listened to 10 because it, you posted it yesterday. Yeah. Right? And we Extra had, had fun time and whatnot. So yep. I'll listen to it. Like probably, I'll listen on the, like, the flight home or something. Sure. You know? So I can hear yeah, you talk sure. about how awesome we are. I'm sure Absolutely. That's what it, I'm sure like that. I, I promise, assume that's what it's we about. We built it up. Right? We hype this up a yeah. lot. Like so, I promise in every podcast, I'll get this one posted right. like, tomorrow. So, But I, wanted, I, I, I took some notes. Oh, no. Right? No, oh, no, no, no. Good oh, notes. Note. Good notes and bad notes, right? Oh, and notes. I wanted so to Matt share them with you. Matt used to take notes. Oh, notes. I wanted to share. I'm, gonna, I'm trying you know? to take notes. And there's a, re- a lot of good things. I talked about, I re- one thing I really like is like 30 minutes in, you do your introduction. It's like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever we say, because you've already badmouthed someone or, yeah. or or your guess is badmouthed someone. It's like, and it's the reminder. Oh, yeah, by the way. It's just our opinion. I always think that's funny. Yeah, yeah it's your opinion. But. There's a couple things from the layman. So you guys have been talking about guitars yeah. all weekend and stuff. And, right. Sure. And right. as I've stated, I am not musically talented, so I've never really got into guitars. I think this guitars is where we're actually the, like, the whole thing's getting interesting. Right. Yeah. So, so my my things were, and I have a notebook, by the way, with my notes. Is this I a Tommy eruption? 
Tommy Eruption. Pass the test. I can't do it. Yeah. Shreddy Vetter. I can't do it, but I I got it in my head. Sorry, what do anyway, you got there? Anyway, so uh, you need to cut down the preamp talk. Oh, you have notes on cur- Oh, these on are the, the podcast. Oh, these are oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about you. Yeah. You have said I talked about preamps. A lot. You sent me yeah. two pictures. You both have, but you've you've one was pros, me, one was cons. We've talked about the pros throughout, so and I they don't were have blurred to really, out. You blurred yeah. those out, right? Yeah, because like, I want to say, hey, you okay. know, I got some ideas. I no, got some. I thoughts. forgot about those. I want to yeah. see these pros and cons. Well, well, well the, I want you to read them. The pros were, you know, like we're talking about like the customer service BS. We've we've talked about that, so we got to address. You know, you mean knife makers AA. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you know, just like the funny things that, you know. Well, one okay. one one thing that always stands out when we have like the real like bullshit bullshit artists like trying to return some whatever. Right. Anytime someone just doesn't like something whatever they're like, yeah, it didn't work for me, just one my too big whatever, blah 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 blah. Anytime we know it's someone screwed something up. Right. Or whatever, there's this like rehearsed screenplay they put out like oh because they'll email us like and we won't email them back within three, 12 minutes right yeah. so then they call and it's like them reading a script yeah they, they just emailed yeah. saying like oh and then yeah. this big story i got it for my kid and i got you know and he and he was just so disappointed with it and i couldn't we couldn't keep it or whatever you know yeah and y'all hear that yeah yeah okay cool. what was that I don't, know, don't worry about it. But like, it's there's always inevitably if it's like a normal like whatever, you know, not everyone's gonna like everything or whatever, you know. Yeah, it's just like a, hey, it's you know, like, if you don't like it, do it, let me know. Let's yeah, we fine. got no problem with that. But uh, when there's this so, dissertation of why I yeah. didn't like it, it's like no, you know, you, know, you fucked it Boom. up. Like oh, the ground blah 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 blah. There's a scratch or the clips bent think, out. It's not tight. I don't think any one of us at the table would be butthurt if you called back and said, hey, yeah, it wasn't for me. I just yeah. I don't like it. Oh yeah, cool. it's not for well, me. Because I what sell if, knives that I don't particularly love. Money back that guarantee. Back to, that goes back to the right? the art aspect of things, right? Not money back guarantee to everybody. Exactly. But, like, don't try to like like return, find an excuse like, because a, oh, a, a oh I see you have a you go, ten, like a well, 10% this doesn't restocking. look like a horse. Well, that's yeah. that's somebody's interpretation right. of a horse. Yeah, it's that's not their be. execution. I'm less offended right. if like you this, just say, hey, hey it's just not for it me. It didn't do it for me. And we're like, hey, cool. You can tell I me what it. you like right. and what you're going to go to, and I'll be less offended. Right. Like, yeah, they make great guys look, too. The cool. person that See is you. looking for for what they appreciate about, like, say, a Microtech or a Chris Reeve is different from somebody what, like, what strider does or or say somebody else that is less refined you know that's why you're fat Tommy. Tommy. you drop cheese all over your I'm phone. watching cheese <laughs> slide into the crack Tommy just Tommy just scooped some cheese by the way big shout out to dip. Brady Miller who bought queso and for dropped it on his phone that is flat on I ha- the table I had to get my it, order up to ten dollars before they would deliver mouth. it so. I put it to my mouth. It bounced off, ricochet, and, and, and I haven't eaten oh, I'm dairy. Sorry, everybody. But it cracked. Shit happens. Stuff on the this screen. This is the best. Po- this is by, bar none the best podcast. I'm, you've had. I'm two so. hours and thirteen minutes. And into they're it. I feel like I need to apologize. And they are for enthralled. That. Right? They can't. They can't tear. There's their a whole away. dozen people that have listened. In the the amount of people who have listened this far is three. And I I appreciate you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that was one one thing on my list. Um, Preamps. One thing you've talked about, and I just want you know, we'll get we'll get to the cons in a second because we're right. starting with the positives. I like to end on a bad note. All right. Um, All right. The other thing is because you've talked Me about too. it is the you know because let's be honest, like Chris Reeve knives, the knives they're real knives. You know, that's not they you're making real 
user knives, right? You're not. We're you, it's, it's made to a high standard, standard yep. but it's still a user. Yeah. The, even the prettiest knife we make is, is made meant to, to the work. same standard as right. it's gonna our do plain the same Jane thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sebenza, which means work. Right. Yeah. And, and it's funny because you've talked about right. it in the past as the. Because you'll have guys who buy your knives and they use them as a knife and to work right and then you have the collectors which is fine right. if they want to be a collector there's nothing wrong with that right. and we dabble in that world things. like i'm not saying that you need yeah. to go fuck up your like damascus unique or right. your limited edition i'm not we're, saying that right where the problem comes is when the expectation okay of a collector expectation oh. gets applied onto a real world tool right like like we're not gonna like put any bars about it like fuck we have a CC the dogs. Like you guys make a high quality knife, and there's, right. you know, I mean, you, like any, like you know, anything. I've, you know, there's you have very few and far between any issues with your knives, right? Because yeah. you have a high, I'm glad you, you see know, it high, that way. Yeah, I, that's I, but it, you know, there's always that one guy who's like, oh, you know, I don't think this blade centered, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess what you're getting at. Is is, is kind of how I see, like probably that. a lot of us see, at the table see stuff is like if if I've got an uh, and it's not even like a, a knife it's a, it's a tool whatever you want to go for like is something that's going to be used the little tiny details that aren't exactly right do nothing don't matter don't to matter. me as much right, right. yeah oh it, because you know my knife has seventy percent lockup. Yeah, I'm going to use it past like the the the, the one like stuff? three right. thou off like blade centering or like the right. It's it's when the collector mentality whatever crosses into the but it's a like it's I, a user I personally knife. It's I personally like expect when you come to like action of a knife like the the smoothness and like the you everyone talks about drop three and like free and like the action of that no like I actually expect m- more of. The high performance in that area on a custom knife that won't be used, sure. than a knife that will be used because, like, if you're going to be using the sucker, you're going to pull it out. Drop, you're going to be so pissed about what you're doing, you're just going to push that fucking knife open if and you're going to cut it into free, that bag, yeah. and you're going to get after it, right? Every knife I've ever had that quote unquote drop free, I've tightened the pivot because I get tired of cutting my thumb off. Yeah, because it drops because in your I thumb. actually use my knife for right. knife things. Imagine that. Right, like there's but yeah, but, a, the, like, but it's just like funny that Rick and my old man had like merit behind like having it not. There's a reason head. why it closes when you want yeah. it to close and it opens when you want it. Who to thunk it? But, I'm not talking me. about like low quality pivots or anything. Like, no, like, no, no, no. Shitty. Like it needs to be smooth. All that kind of stuff. No, there's but still I quality. just love that your guys's approach actually reflects that. Yeah, these are user grade knives because some companies Every will time. be like, and you guys, your, your customer service is amazing. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's like. Like, we, we try to, you know, internally, we try to help everyone we can, but there's a little bit of a realness how right. we deal with anyone. So when someone buys whatever, you know, a knife that's basically a crowbar, right. and then they're like, you know, I can't slice an apple with this. Uh-huh. And? and? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just like that you guys' approach also reflects the kind of the realness you know, I, behind the project. I think it's product. a grounding effect to it. We are held to a different standard, too. I talk about this when I give tours of the shop. You know, people buy our stuff and they try to find something wrong with it right it just is what it is you know like we we have that standard we're held to that standard because we were the ones that kind of brought that standard to the industry that's a compliment it's kind of an it can be annoying yeah sure when someone's like you know i get the jewelers on out and this is off by about a half a thou right and it's like and it's so funny (laughs) because i come with it's like a harbor freight fucking you guys have the retailer mindset of this whole thing which is different with that and i come with a little bit of like a gun background yeah and 
no one who buys like who's who's at least somewhat. I'm not saying you have to be an aficionado, right? Yeah. And it, I mentioned I said aficionado. I thought it was aficionado. Yeah. Aficionado. I was gonna aficionado. Anyways, you don't I have like to it. be like that for in guns to know that like right. sometimes you buy a new 1911, they're a little stiff. Yeah. You like need they to need shoot a little, them a little bit. Yeah. Like they don't like you know you got to like break them they're in a little bit. Fucking like phosphor bronze washers, but right. Like there's a little bit like and people understand that and accept it and can be like, oh okay, I got to shoot a you know a couple boxes and it's yeah. Why don't people get that with knives? That's an interesting. Yeah. Why don't they? Especially when they oh, open fuck, and close I'm them. Ordering with these boots. <laughs> Brady's over here boot shopping. But you know and he's. But you boots know what I mean? Like why don't walking. they? Why don't they? Do that. They can they can understand that in everything else in their life, right? Yeah. yeah. But they can't like they can buy shoes. Let me or tell whatever, you one thing that we've like, never done in Christian are... knives to like check a knife is this and dropped it. No, I, but they, I mean you have, to be to... you have to be politically correct. But customers will come in and Sorry, start doing that stuff, and we start doing like the uh huh. Mm-hmm. They start talking about oh I saw this YouTube video and he blah blah and we just oh, okay. and we just go like neutral like mm hmm okay. Sure. Like, okay. And what do I'm you not think saying that we don't inspect your own. Yeah. I'm not saying that we don't inspect like the pivot and, and do a shitload of this and like. No, I watched sure today. I watched you guys smooth. checking that you over me, and like, over and over and over. Checking those things and like. Well, no we one's ever to feel good. Like, no I'm not ever, saying that we're like shortchanging or anything, but like. The, no one's ever going to. Who on the internet like, said this was the standard of like a folding knife? Well, here's the thing. Like I get that, for, like, I've the got a lot of people and, that you know, say that. The, the, you know, like you said on the custom knives, like the artistry in the in the the art and the mechanism. I get that, right? But it's like right. so. I'm going to go cut. I'm going to go cut string. I'm going to go cut a string, right? I am not going to open my blade as softly as I can to see if the lock bar fails. Right, or if, it, if, it, if it doesn't lock. Or if it I love those up, guys right? that, like, like sneak like it trying, out to see if it fails. Basically trying to get it to fail, right? I'm oh, never going to once do that. I'm going to open it. Yeah, I'm going to open it like a knife. Oh, it locked open, right? I'm going to cut said task, and then I'm going to close it, and I'm going to use my finger, and I'm going to close it. I'm not going to then stop what I'm doing. You know, I don't know I'm cutting a task. What You know, maybe it's like, right. oh, there's a string on my shirt. Maybe, you know, if I don't cut this cord, someone's going to die. Right. I don't know. You know, anywhere yeah, in between. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop and be like, Turns out huh. it's Tommy's my yarn for his knitting needles. My knife didn't close. We get it some interesting stuff like that. We got guys that, are, that will compare stuff to their buddies' everyday carry for ten years. Well, my friend's is smoother. I just got this thing out of the box, and it's, well, uh-huh. okay. I don't know why I'm doing a southern accent for that. <laughs> but, That's my But no, seriously, I mean, it's all European like tar nation. Yeah, it's one of those things where people. <laughs> hey, come listen, Gore, blimey, mate! My my knife doesn't carry as well as my friend's. No, it's a, I, I found mate. for every one of the our knives that I bought, they feel better a week after I bought them than the day there. I bought yeah. them. You know? Well, I got, I mean, we've carry all it had for knives. for a week. Just carry it for a week yeah, and so use it for a week. You know? So that's what I, we tell people. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's kind of so blah, 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 blah. It's like, hey, you know what? Why don't you play with it for a few days? Yeah. And then call yeah. me back. You know who never calls me back? That guy. The guy, the guy who's like, oh, it's kind of stiff. It's like, yeah, exactly. You don't even use it, you know? Look, I don't want to harp on, like, the knife, like Inquisitor, and all that too much. No, there's but nothing the, the, wrong. The one with thing it that just popped in real quick, quick to my my mind when you said like the slow opener, I forgot about that guy, that people type. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's so we just had it the other day on the fan page, on our Chris United fan page, and somebody, like I don't remember who it was, but like Godsend like comes in. This guy's just like, well, but if I open it really slow, the lockup comes and it, and it engages. 
but like not as much as when I like crack, like open it normally, and especially when I flick it open, yeah. and it's like this whole like thing. And oh. th- this guy comes in and he goes, "So you know when you like barely push your car door closed? You know how it like half closes, but it kind of locks." He's like, "That's what that is," and like the thread was just done. Oh yeah. Murdered by words. There was nothing <laughs> and there was nothing nice to say. It was say. just like a hundred likes on his thing and it was just like it ended. And I was yeah. like, oh well, god. It's I one love of those that. things like people, you know, that like you know, a flipper or whatever, you know, I can't flip it over you know, it's like, well, I'm trying to you do know, it's like here's the thing. The person that made that knife thinks that this knife should perform perform like this. Everyone has their own opinion in like opinion how it degrees goes, and right? zero gravity. Right. You know, and then it's like here's the thing. You know, inner maker here never thought that you should open the knife by pushing it as slowly as you can. Yeah. You know, this knife was meant to operate. It's like you know, with a forceful thumb right movement you know what? on the thumb stud you know to open what? up. Cars positively. are really, really bad at driving at five miles an hour. Formula One cars—they're not really good at that. Bingo. They have a tough time doing that. You know, but, but I'm not. You know, cars are hard. Cars. You know, F-150s aren't really good at going 150 miles an hour. Yeah, like. There's to different. You make a model right in between that goes really good at, a, a yeah, at a that. varying speed. Right. Yeah. So it's it's funny, and, and and it's not just like we make that. By and large, the knives that we're talking about are, are right in that that model. So let's get out of this. Okay. Bitching right. about that, but I want to go down Tommy's notes here. All right. So that you know we've talked about some of the uh, the the pros, some of the, the pros? cons. Yeah. Some of the cons. No, no, no. Things I like about. You are you done with you your pros it. list? Yeah. No, it's the it? cons list. Well, no, well, like I said, we've had pros, but we've talked about it. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you, you knocked out your list. Okay, go into so, the cons. cons. So I'm, my, ready, I'm so ready for cons. Critiques. Okay. These aren't cons. Critiques in, in quotations, right? If there's anything to do with the sound, I'm going to... No, 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 no. I think you guys have done a really good job, especially because you've been playing with setups and, and traveling and stuff. New That's stuff. hard. New stuff? New stuff. I don't you want know, we excuses, have a, we, have, we use a Zoom, too, and, you know, it's... Yeah. yeah, a Zoom. I was sure. Zoom. Yeah, I would say Zoom because talk. Microsoft is the old, the old like shit colored what, what MP3 Brady player. Wants to hear about preamps. Oh, okay, yeah. So got this SVPCL so, from Amp. Yeah, preamp? exactly. You yeah. always talk about what preamp you're. I just got this new, and Chim's like, "Hey, yeah, what what preamp did you get?" And I get, you and know, never for your audio file, dude. For your audio. Just go listen to them. You talk about preamps a lot. All right. Maybe it That's wasn't weird. for the podcast. Maybe it's for fine. your band That's fine. or whatever, right? All right. So for the next episode, the, we're running one, preamps. Yeah. Into and I just the won't Zoom. listen to it. It's fine. I've, right. I've never seen somebody run like rack gear preamps into a handy six. From There's a lot of preamp talk. Okay, that's all I'm getting at is preamp talk. So what do you want and out sub, of our preamp tab? No, I'm just saying, like, I get it. You want to talk preamps. That's cool. You can have, you know, this is a very open-ended podcast, right? You talk yeah, about all anything, sorts of, anything. you know, but maybe don't talk so you guys much about preamps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you you yeah. let anyone in, apparently. <laughs> anyone just pairs. Dying. Oh, oh uh, uh, sorry. Quick, quick little insert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add insert. Um. The Glenn Levette right here, this, uh, the, well, let me throw it to the camera. You won't be able to see because it's backlit. Man. Yeah, so. Hey, 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 hey. Ain't nobody listened to this shit this long. No. Oh, no, be. they tune out a while. No, so this is a, a Glenn Levette 15-year, The it's, it's, it's a French oak reserve that I've never had before. And it's I actually love, pretty good, yeah. I love anything that starts with Glenn or whatever. Glenn Glenn Beck. Beck. Actually, no, I've never had this. And this is a uh, Bill Koenig's friend who I right now don't have his name. Um, but he, I, I did a quick engraving for him last week, and he came over and spoiled me with this 
gorgeous bottle of Glenlivet, and we're we're partaking. And it's good, yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's good. And it would have been mine too if Marissa wasn't in the front office. Because I've had a lot of Glen 15s, but like this French Reserve has this it's little. Good, it yeah. really has a French twist on it, and I'm not no, trying it's to. Good. I'm not trying have, to be I'm racist. Trying to Is the, the French twist anything. the same as the French tickler? Oh no, it's different, but just as good. <laughs> oh, that's a that's my response. <laughs> All right, back to the cons. All right, it's about so time to wrap this motherfucker Back to Tommy's up. cons. Back to me. That's right, Brady. It's my turn to talk. Yeah. So uh, so a sub sub point to that last preamp talk is, uh-huh. uh, Matt, uh-huh. you name drop fancy equipment all the time. Do I really? You're there... a big name dropper when it comes to fancy audio equipment. That's I, I'm not the saying guy. it's bad, but you know, you do it real casual. And, <laughs> and, and Matt's I a thought... super humble guy. So if you, you would have asked, asked us, I would have taken no, that one. No, I know, one. but that's a funny thing. You're sure it's not Tim, right? I would expect, no, I would expect him, but you All right. All are right. the one who does it. That's I just ordered my first pair of Vibergs. That's the funniest <laughs> thing on this podcast that I've heard. You're welcome. <laughs> what Matt's else you got? The, Matt's I'm a name dropper. Computer. But what has he dropped specifically? Do you have a name? No, because I'm not a I'm not okay, a gear guy. Fair he enough. says fair this enough, is a brand. Like I said, I I'm not musically talented. The next so time Matt says Warwick, I'm gonna punch him in the dick. He'd be like, and be like, hey, remember what Sold Tommy it. said? Sold Why don't you make it for the people? For the for people. The you people. Know, make the audio for the people. Okay. Be like, I got this thing that makes it more louder. I got this thing that makes it sound real cool. I got my bass, and I can plug it into the sink, and it makes all sorts of neato sounds. But you don't have to tell me what brand it is. Or you can tell me what brand it is, but then you have to talk how it's better than brand B. See, this is why I like... Have like, I really done that on feel, this podcast? It makes you feel kind of like a gear snob. All right. Apparently. You know? I'm the guy that forgot, like, Novation Bass Station. Like, he's, a couple, he's a gear snob. No, I'm just kidding. Like I said, it was critiques and, qu- and quotations. I, I, I think love it's that. funny. I love Tommy's critiques. This is great. I love him so much too. Matt's getting like, <laughs> Matt's getting all self conscious of that. Sorry. So, guys, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. He's uh, like, so I've see, mentioned a couple things. See, no brands, one's gonna get so. to this point because it's four hours later. But yeah. for the maybe the one guy who's like, yeah, that guy's, that guy's got a point. That guy yeah, really does right. shut up so, about Matt. Period. Like, one of the few gear. reasons why I push you guys this long is. Is one of my dreams is to hit that like three hour, three hour fifteen like uh, Rogan? You should know because like nobody's listening that long. Dude, it feels like it's been a year. Yeah, you're just in the corner buying boots. Why do you care? Nine. I totally. I just bought these. I'm such a fucking Hey, we're on boot talk now. It it totally like somebody being fucking awesome. So Viberg boots (laughs) out of Canada, like third generation, like handmade. Yeah, I just lost an eBay auction for some. Oh man! No, these, so uh, let me tell you about the eBay uh, mocha oil tan roughouts, like with the contrasting tongues. Oh, look you're gonna wear the shit out of those. Look you're gonna wear the uh, shit out of those. Oh, Dude, I have man, some. I have shit. some vintage I just Orvis waders that I, they're running for eighty bucks. Yeah, fuck. I don't know what's going on. I have some. I might even put these in the show notes. I've got some shit. vintage or- Orvis waders that I'm looking at. Uh, on nice eBay mm-hmm. for eighty bucks, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna lowball the guy at fifty bucks, and hey, if he pops up from there, like I can still pay the eighty. But one of our three listeners, dude, he's hearing this. He's it could be, like, but he's no. pissed off. He's he's I was super offer. stoked. He's not even gonna counter offer. After I learned about like it. what you can spend on waiters, I wanted to, which is like three hundred plus. It's a nice bit. I want to get them eighty dollar like vintage waiters. I showed Luke. He was like, dude. You should get those. They're Gore, apparently Gore-Tex. Like, so, like, the first time Gore-Tex yeah. ever was put in a waiter. We're like, Dork-Tex, am I right? Dude, 100%. <laughs> 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 
One hundred percent there, Matt. You're gonna stay there for the for the burn at the end, yeah. <laughs> and with that, we out. Door well, te- there's no point to keep this going, am I right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You got your critiques and pros and cons done. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Matt, you got your shit done. I could burn you guys a couple more times, but I won't. Would you oh, rather is just, it? Uh, are we at the? Uh, we're at the roast section now. Matt's right. been trying to burn his mouth it. on this all right. salsa all night. All right. And Brady doesn't really give a fuck anymore. No, he's, he's done. He's checked out. He's I can't boots. eat anything anyway. Yeah, we're just sitting here yeah, eating chips and drinking and having a fun so, time. Let's wrap just it up. In the corner. Let's wrap well, it I just up. I want to thank right. I want to thank anybody that got to this point in our our. I'm looking at right now. It's it's two hours thirty minutes and fifteen. Oh, we seconds. should we should make up a coupon code. Yeah, I was gonna say enter, email oh, email like Tim at Cruise Reef Knives. Wait, no, 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 hold on. And he will give if you, you up. enter. When is this gonna get posted up? Uh, as soon as I say it tomorrow, up. but it's going to be a week from now. Yep. Okay, okay. If you enter, oh wait, if I got your permission, I will make a no, special it, T-shirt. If you make a timeline, like I'll no, get no, it no, done I'll by then. Make a special T-shirt for these people. If they uh, die hard CRK, die hard CRK. That's what you're going with. Yeah, if they enter that code upon checkout, what are they? they you gotta they be get, something better. They than get that. a fucking. fucking they get a fucking uh, a shirt. Dude, put in your order comments what your t-shirt size is. Die hard CRK in the coupon code a monkey edge. You get a monkey edge shirt. And no, you no, get no, a... no, no. You get it. You get a, a monkey edge CRK shirt that you can only get by listening this far in the podcast. Wait, so and and there may, may not be a get one of those shirts somewhere. Right Wait, die hard CRK. So it's a, it's it's one shirt with both of us on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll so come we gotta, up. With, yeah, yeah, we'll come up with something. We better figure that out tomorrow. We yeah, got yeah, one more. Yeah. D- we got a half a date. We'll yeah. three quarters and a day. And you got to buy something else because Asterisk want- may not ship with order. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Tommy, the PO. So if you made it this far, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to cut down. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. No, I'm into it. I, yeah, that'll be cool. There, there, there may or may not be a dick on the shirt somewhere. Just I'm putting it out there. It might have one. It might not. If Tommy has any way, I have my CRK product. Diehard CRK, not Diehard CRK. Mom won't approve that. That's that's fair. All right, but not to say well, that Mama dick, don't know. some sort of dick like thing won't show up in your order. Anyways, Diehard CRK. Uh, Diehard, dick, not Diehard. Diehard, dick, dick <laughs> what? What is this? Seven Christ- times before. What that. is this? <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Diehard. Well, is this Diehard so four or five or CRK? Diehard CRK. Hey, hey guys, thanks uh, for tuning in to the the. Uh, the Think Twice, Think cut, twice once. cut Once podcast. Uh, this is your host, Tom Latham, with uh, Brady Miller and our guests, Tim Reeve and Matt Fabi. Fabiano. Fabiano. So uh, oh, thanks, for, thanks for uh, tuning in to the best episode they've ever had. Two whiskeys, yeah. A couple beers. Or two whiskeys. Sign two whiskeys. Sign two bottles. Two whiskeys. Love you guys. Seriously. And that. Man, nobody's going to listen to all that.